Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Gillian C., and you're listening to the RPG Show. Listen up. See you in Kobe. Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? Of swords and sorcery? Of romance and treachery? We'll pull up a chair and have a listen. Welcome back to another episode of the RPG Show. Um, I'm your host, Nick Gantner, I guess. Oh, Brit- oh fuck. Uh, and today I'm joined by the two usual assholes. Uh, we got Kevin Kudrow and uh, Travis Fetan, I guess. Oh. Say hi. Hello. Oh, shit. Uh, so today we'll be talking about The Last Story, a Wii game. Uh, that was released in 2000 in Japan, and then uh, people fucking whined and cried about it on the internet, and uh, got released uh, everywhere else in 2012. Well, yeah, it's part of, uh, what was that called, Operation Rainfall? It was Xenoblade uh, in Pandora's Tower. Yeah. I don't know anything about that. Do you know the details on that? Like, what what was that all about? It was just some kind of effort to get uh, these games... Um translated and port and over to the states and i guess on the western side oh is that what xc did this one um yeah xc probably did this one be willing to publish it probably because that's probably when xc was doing the uh, um trails and stuff too i think right yeah okay operation rainfall I mean, I should... 2011 Right. We probably should like look this up before somebody asks questions about it. But well, he sounded like he knew what he was talking about. <laughs> He's like, I, just, I mean, all... I just know there's three games. You're like, big oh, push. man, that's all I got. All right, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I mean, as far as, as far as I'm aware, like I haven't really like researched it, and I kind of briefly remember hearing about it when it came out. Like I didn't have a Wii, so I really didn't give less than a shit. Uh, but I guess the the Wii fan base was like aching like their balls were so blue for some kind of jrpg on the wii and so like they heard heard about these ones and they're like please god somebody give us these games we're so thirsty we want some fucking jrpgs that look good and they got them and then people didn't buy them or something it looks like it looks like se did pandora's tower in this game and i think nintendo yeah nintendo did uh um, Xenoblade. But I know there's, there's somebody was talking about Discord before where Nintendo kind of just came in at the last minute because, like, the other games were getting recognition and it's like they weren't going to do anything with it at first. So they're just kind of like, all right, well, whatever. This is working out. So now we're going to jump in and do something. But yeah, it was a big, it was a big push to get those JRPGs over here. Because I don't think there, there really isn't any other ones. 
far as like traditional shit, you have uh, Fire Emblem, Radiant Dawn. But that's a strategy RPG. Yeah. I don't know shit about the Wii, so. I guess you're not gonna play. You didn't play. You didn't play Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn. Uh, well, no, I didn't have a Wii, and then I also at the time didn't have two hundred dollars to buy a copy from people when it was out of print. So. Uh yeah, I, I that's the first Fire Emblem I played. So. Like I bought the GameCube one when that one came out, uh, and then my brother stole it and sold it at GameStop because he wanted drug money or something. So. That's probably worth a lot of money now too. Yeah. But it is what it is. <laughs> uh, I guess before like we really get into it, um, uh, we should do a little catch up or whatever. It's been like a month and a half, and then I guess even longer for since Travis has been on the show. No, I did. Like... I did. No, I did last story. I did lost. Uh, yeah, last story. Lost, oh yeah, <laughs> lost Odyssey. That's right. That's um, right. Not too far. Uh, I think that was end of May. Okay. I mean. I guess it's been a bit longer. Than no, that. I mean, no, we should. Been. I mean, we always do to catch up anyway. So yeah. So, uh, so I guess, uh, I guess, since we're talking, uh, what have you been up to? Uh, like besides playing the last story. Me? Yeah. Um. Well, I started that game that you picked, Natural Doctrine, and this. Other than that, just playing a bunch of indies like Your Lilies, which is fucking awesome, and just a bunch of other random shit. Dust. Uh, Legion Tale and some other shit. It's really I haven't I, I can't find I, I looked on my PS4 for a while during the summer sale because I kind of wanted to play something on it, but I just don't see anything that I really give two shits about right now. So I'll Fair just enough. stick with I'll just stick with the indies. All right. Uh, what about you, Kevin? Uh, after um, Lost Odyssey, I started up uh, Final Fantasy VII Retrograde Remake, whatever. Uh, the Yeffy DLC. Um, and uh, that's basically, I think, the only thing I've played. Is, wait a minute. Is that how you say her name? It's, it's Is it Yuffie or Yuffie? I don't know. Well, you're playing the game. What do they What do they say in the game? I don't remember because you know when I was a kid, I called it. I think I called her Yuffie or no Yuffie. Yeah, well, I used to call no. Uh, Typha, Tifa too, and apparently I'm fucking stupid. It's I think it's well, Yuffie, uh, but I called her Yuffie. I think is what it was. I don't know what I said. I don't know what I said, but I think you said Yuffie. Yuffie. And what's the other one they do? Mako and Mako. I fuck this voice it's, acting yeah, shit. Yeah, it ruins everything for me. But yeah, anyways. I've been playing that and uh, got that 100 the other day. Um, the hard mode is hard. Yeah, you have it's like one of those games you can't like cheese. You just got to get good. I mean, there's some cheesiness you can do, but you can, you got to be able to dodge and do all the moves, or else you'll you'll die. And I feel like I'm not as like I'm starting to get to that point where it's harder and harder for me <laughs> to get good. I, I sent I sent you the video, Cujo, on the no damage. All I did was copy him. Oh, I know. Well, <laughs> well, uh, the one, the first part I got pretty good. It's just when you get to like, you have to like have good timing and not have like RNG to like get wrecked on. Like I don't know. You have to set up uh, your shields and all this shit so he doesn't come at you and hit him with magic. And that was the hard part. Is, it, is the gameplay the same as 
um, Red Dead FF7, or is it slightly different? It's it's slightly different because you just, you control uh, Yuffie and um, you kind of like just give uh, commands to the other guy, and like Yuffie has the the this like attack where you like throw her shrieking shrieking I don't know I say that either I guess um, at an enemy and then you can like jump to it basically and then do you can do or you can do like range damage like magic damage but it doesn't you don't have to like cast magic so I don't know it's like really different gameplay and then there's like synergy mode where like you guys do attacks together which I think they're gonna like I don't know I think that's how they're, they're gonna do all the characters in the next game maybe like they can come in and help you or something I don't know That'd be nice. I think they either they're either gonna have to make Yuffie uh, like shitty to, to make her on the same level as all the other characters, or they're gonna have to improve all the other characters because in the DLC she felt like a one man army. Yeah, she's like, a wrecking ball. She like if if the whole game had played like that, I would have enjoyed it way more. Uh, like the actual uh, main game, not just the DLC, because her gameplay was phenomenal. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, we plan on doing like a point five episode, so we'll definitely get into that game. Um, in a, yeah, that's uh, right. I shouldn't have brought it up. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in another in the next podcast. Uh, we're gonna do it last week, but uh, Nick had to have dinner, I guess. So <laughs> good. He's got to eat, man. Can record. Yeah, it's got like bad timing sometimes. But yeah, that's, like, that's, Nicole's that's... home. I have to pretty much give uh like give her all my attention or whatever like not, like I would, i'm not trying to put this in, like in a bad light but like we hardly ever see each other because of our different work schedules yeah right. so when she's home i try to stay up and actually spend time with her until she goes to bed which is usually like 10 o'clock my time no dude by that time it's like one in the morning for you guys so no i do the I same get it. i mean that's important i do the same shit too because amy and i have like opposite schedules and um that's why like my gaming has been going down well and that then it's the summer, and I've been going to the lake on the weekends, so I, I don't really play on the weekends like I don't, like I used to. So um, I don't get to play as much as I I have been. So definitely getting harder and harder to get like these long RPGs in, you know. Yeah, I mean, and this one wasn't you, that long. Why do you think I like playing all these short fucking games? Yeah. Yeah, wait till you have kids. You'll be. <laughs> yeah, when I have play kids. what game. Yeah, I'll have like three games a year when I have kids. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's all, right. all, that's all that, that I played. Uh, you know, this game that we're talking about now, and then I played uh, Final Fantasy uh, Retrograde. So, what okay. About you? What about you, Nick? Uh, I kind of same same boat. Uh, I'm doing Natural Doctrine, uh, but I only started that like last week. I I think um, it was doing the UP DLC. And I kind of uh, been hopping between like Dead by Daylight still, just playing that on and off. Um, not in early, not early yet for some reason. I don't understand why. Uh, because it it hasn't been on sale. <laughs> I thought you I thought you got the PS4 physical edition. Or is it was not a thing. Uh, I don't think that's a thing. I mean, oh. if it is a thing, I'll definitely get it. But uh, okay, I don't know. I, I figured it was. Oh, but. oh shit! That's what it is. I don't think it's. Um, I think it. Fuck! I think it was announced, but it just hasn't been released yet. Gotcha. Uh, that's why I haven't bought it digital. Makes sense. 
Uh, but I definitely want to play it. It definitely seems pretty fun. It's my fucking game of the year so far. Alright. I guess let's catch it up, huh? Yeah. I mean, June 27 was the last record. I just looked it up, so it really hasn't been that long. Yeah, it's only been a month or so. <clears throat> yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, I don't see anything about a physical copy yet, but uh, I guess I'll hold out. Well, I'll let you know if I see one. Alright. Uh, worst case scenario, I'll just buy it digital and then buy it physical, like I've done with a bunch of shit anyway. Because I'm bad with money. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, paying pay dollars for this fucking game. Alright! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, I guess I'll stop with the bullshit and actually get into the, the meat and potatoes. Um, uh, like I said earlier, we're doing the last story. That's, uh, I guess, like technically, like the last console game developed by Mistwalker. Uh, because I think they was it. Is it Mistwalker, the company doing the mobile game thing, or is it just yeah. Sakaguchi? No, it, that's Sakaguchi. Yeah, you talking about the that game with the weird like uh, Fantasia or some shit? What the fuck you call it? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's it's that's Island Mistwalker. Only or whatever. Apparently, uh, apparently he only wants to do mobile shit from now on, and apparently he has, when I read the notice card, he has no interest of porting anything to console anymore. So I don't think the game's ever going to make it to console. Oh, it will. If it's, if it's good enough, they'll... Well, uh, they'll... I mean, I don't... I don't... No, that's, I think that's why Last Story hasn't got ported anything else, because after that, he's just like, fuck it, I don't care. I'll make plenty of fucking money making this mobile shit. I don't get... I don't get... I don't care. <laughs> I guess he, which I guess makes sense. If you're making money, why do you give a shit? Yeah, I get it. I mean, we're not. I mean, that game looks awesome, that new game, but I guess we're not entitled to anything, so whatever. Yeah, I, I feel like it, if there's enough people that want it, it'll go eventually. Or if not, then I'll eventually. Well, it'll happen. I'll play it, then I'll go right to PS4 or five or whatever. I <laughs> see. I feel like PS4, PlayStation would be the last place he ports it to. I think maybe Switch and PC. Because he's going to cater to a more Japanese audience. Yeah. <clears throat> Who knows? But yeah, I think he chose last story because this is his last story that he's coming up. With, he came up with or something. Kind it's, of like, there's, like, did you guys like know like know this? Or are we just kind of like assuming this? I think <laughs> I think it's uh, like a half truth or something. Maybe like I think that's where people. And also, I just how Final Fantasy guys' names start. Well, that one was because they needed a fucking game before the company was going to get one in. They're like, well, this is the final fantasy game we can make or whatever. And that was the name. And well, I think, I think from what I read, though, like, and I could be wrong on this, but I think someone has brought it up on uh, some podcast about Final Fantasy before that it was actually, they actually wanted to name it Fighting Fantasy before, but apparently the name was already taken, so they went final. But the whole last game thing was correct, but I don't think the final was actually supposed to be the uh, uh, original name. I could be wrong, though. Well, it's a good thing it was taken, because Fighting Fantasy 16, it sounds like shit. But again, then again, we haven't really grown up with Fighting Fantasy, so who knows? Maybe we'd have different perspective. It says, Last Stormy was primarily born from this has nothing to do with the name, but born from reflecting on the design mistakes he made during development of Blue Dragon and Lost Odyssey. While they tried to innovate with the story, they kept the gameplay very traditional. 
I guess that's why it's so much different in this one. Traditional gameplay? What's no, I think no, no. I think he's. I think the way that's meant is the traditional of the other two games is why this one. Um, uh, that's why it's different. Okay. Well, I don't know what the fuck mistakes you learned from in the stories of the other games because there's uh, not much improved yeah. here. <laughs> I think he's went too far in the different direction to really. Right. I don't know. I, well, loved I, mean, I loved it, so fuck you guys. Good to take risks, I guess, but. Uh, maybe I'm just getting really fucking jaded because I was playing it and I'm like, man, I don't really like these characters and stuff, but I guess we'll get into that uh, in a couple minutes. So, uh, I guess we'll start off with uh, an explanation of what we do here. Um, we typically uh, kind of cover six segments of the game itself, I believe, or it's five or six, but we got uh, gameplay, uh, story, the visuals, uh, music slash voice acting, overall experience, and then if there's any re replayability or extra content, we discuss that at the end. Um, we typically do a rating from one to five, and we do allow half scores because uh, I said fuck it, I want to do the half score a long time ago, and so we've done it ever since. Uh, and I guess we'll start with gameplay. So, uh, do y'all want to? talk about the gameplay because uh, that's usually how we do it or yeah it's fine what's up okay um i guess uh the base it's basically a an action rpg um where you control the main character uh his name is zale and it's uh you don't really like when you're attacking it's kind of like um, almost like yeast, where you're like the first like yeast games, where you just kind of run into the characters and they do auto attack. Um, and then your uh, party members do their own uh, attacks as well. And basically, well, that's not that's not one hundred percent true because you can choose between having uh, normal or manual, I guess, combat modes. And if you're on manual, you don't auto attack; you have to press the button. Okay. Well, I didn't. Okay, so I. The only way I, I played with just um, auto attack. How'd you play? I played on manual because you, as fast as you can mash the, uh, the A button is as is as fast as you keep attacking. Uh, okay. Well, I played on auto because I'm a dumbass and I don't reach it, so I didn't know it was often. <laughs> yeah, I played on auto, uh, but I feel like if I was playing, I, I don't know about you guys, but this this controller hurt my fucking hands. So the classic. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, I mean, I don't want to chin on too much that you bought it for me, but it's like, yeah, it is kind of a piece, it's kind of janky. Well, it's, it's, it's like for the, fucking children. It's the best. It's so small, yeah. yeah. It's the better of the two evils, I guess you could say. It's better than a fucking nunchuck, because I don't know how the fuck you'd play this game with a nunchuck. It would just be so awkward. Um, but yeah, I guess you can use the Wemo and the nunchuck, and if you don't know what the fuck that is, I guess Google it, because it's really hard to explain. <laughs> um... Because the Wii was really a really weird system. Uh, if, if, I don't know if you, you didn't. You, neither of you guys had a Wii, did you? No, I mean um, I love the Wii, so I hate. My, my brother had one, I guess, and all we did was play like Wii Sports on it. Like it's good for Wii Sports and Mario and stuff, but anything else, it's like that's probably why there wasn't that many RPGs. Because um, I guess you could probably buy like the, the Pro controller, but it still has to be connected to like the Wiimote. And it's like you have like a like a like a chain connected to your controller all the time, and it's like fucking annoying. But this is the, 
And it comes from the, the fucking bottom. Who the fuck said think... so that was a good idea? <laughs> yeah. I don't think that we even has a pro controller, do they? It's just the classic, right? No, there's a there's a pro version of it too, but it's still connected in the bottom. Oh, okay. But yeah, so oh, see, I've you're... always used the GameCube controller for most things. You don't a lot of them you can get to buy with, but I guess this is one of the few games where you actually had to use the classic. Yeah, and yeah, uh, Travis was having a hard time hating the game, so I was like, I'll just buy you the remote, so that way he can at least get through. Because th it's probably you thought that you thought I was gonna love it with you when you bought the classic controller for me, but well, I just wanted you to come to finish. Yeah, I, feel like I appreciate you're gonna, it. You're gonna no, I think you're gonna nope out of it. That's how I felt. So I was like, oh, I'll just get you the controller. It was only like twenty bucks on eBay or something like that. It was like a refurbished one, right? Yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, yeah, you control Zale and uh, or you can do auto attack or, like, as you said, you can hit the button. Um, I'm glad I didn't hit the button because that probably would annoy me more. But uh, yes, I'm. I think it, it was better for me that I didn't have to do that because then I hit the button to like give commands and stuff, which you get later in the game. Um, so essentially, your party, you, you have your healer, you have your mage attack, and you have another m melee attack, usually. Um, and some, like, I think there's, like, up to six characters, usually. Uh, we'll get more of the characters and story, but, um, but, but that's the basics. And then uh, they, later they get a second attack, and then once you have control of, uh, of that, you can switch them. So they'll use their base attack unless you change it, and then they'll keep using the second attack until you change it again. Um, Which is stupid. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's like lazy... Les is being lazy. He, he doesn't want to make an AI think, so it's just like, it's going to do this one fucking thing well, automatically until you change it. I don't know if it's lazy it. or it's the technology he had, they had at the time. I don't know if they they could program... Kind of I don't know if they could I mean, I'm trying to think that. of... I mean, Xenoblade, Xenoblade, everybody th thinks for themselves. I mean, they might be pretty stupid AI at times, but they well, the do think for themselves. Yeah, the it's trash in that game, though. Like, I, I get it because, like, it this way you can keep... AI is dumb in this game, too, though. I know, but it's simple, where it's like, they're not trying to do complicated shit, and you need to do complicated shit to beat bosses in Xenoblade. In this one, all they're doing is throwing their magic circles out, and you just gotta dispel them for the uh, boost you get. Um... That's kind of the issue, though, is like like your, if your melee uh, partners get hurt, like they just stop fighting and they run to a heal circle, and it's like okay. Yeah, well. Uh, Do you think it's anything like Mass Effect? Because I kept on hearing people complain, say say it has Mass Effect similarities, but I just don't really feel like it does. Uh, to me, it felt well, like more of um, uh, MMO kind of feel where uh, yeah. you're basically the tank. Um, so the main power you get is called gathering, and basically it's like aggro for all the the mobs to come uh, to come fight you for the most part. Because there's some that don't for whatever reason, and that's annoying too. Because there's this one part in the game where um, these like crabs like go in the water. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about because it's yeah. Me, I was bitching about it to, to Nick one. Night. Yeah, we're, I mean, I've, it was fucking annoying because as soon as the crabs hit the water, they instantly get, like, full health. So your one melee character will engage them in the water, and then they'll just, like, attack indefinitely because the, the their health won't go down. And then you get... They're not strong enough to kill your guy either, so it's like you're stuck in this loop where uh, they're just fighting forever. So you have to basically... Yeah, I was so... 
burnt the fuck out at that point. You I was basically have to mad. like kind of uh, kite them into the the land part where you can kill them, and yeah. So that was annoying, but <clears throat> oh, Nick, Nick, didn't you say you ran away or some shit? Okay, so yeah, you ran uh, away. first I want to I want to I want to cover like the Mass Effect comparison uh, real quick, just to say uh, Mass Effect is superior because you may only you only have like two party members and you can direct them on the actual fucking field, like say hey, move there. Whereas in this game, it all you get is hey, I want you to use a different attack, attack on a different enemy. Cool, got it. Uh, but however. Um, so for that particular area, um, it's a, when you use your command mode, um, they kind of briefly talk about this and you never, you never have to do this any other point in the fucking game. So you would, most people probably wouldn't think about it, but if you have uh, a heal circle placed on the field from your mate, uh, your healing character and you tell every other character to retreat, they'll run back to that healing circle and that you can use that to pull the crabs out of the water because they all have they have no choice but to go to all the characters that are stuck on the fucking healing circle. The problem is as soon as the character touches the healing circle, they're like, "Okay, I'm done." And then they run back out into the fucking water. So you have to like generate enough command points uh very quickly because you have to pull up all four bars of that dumb bullshit uh so that the you can do it again and have them retreat again and keep like have it be so like your characters are running back to the heal circle while the crabs are coming and then like they'll touch the heal circle and run back and they'll be like halfway between the heal circle and the water and you gotta like kill the crab get enough uh command points back up to hit retreat again so that the crabs don't run away back into the water and it's just like a very fucking awkward design choice that makes a, a, a battles are usually like maybe four or right. five minutes, and this one like it, it can be an hour if you don't know what, like how to get the fucking AI to respond properly. It's just the most confusing thing that happens in this game, like design wise. I don't know why they thought that it would be a good idea. Like, I, I, it could be alleviated a little bit if the crabs like didn't fucking insta heal when they touch water. Like maybe they just got like their defense. Right, like, just don't. I think it's. I think they did it on purpose. They're like, oh, we're gonna throw him a little curveball. They're used to just stop. I'm guessing he thought like at this point in the game, everyone's probably OP because you, you should be because there's so many like uh, options to like buff yourself. And he's like, I'm gonna make a part in this game where you have to actually think for once. And maybe it wasn't. But it's not hard. It's just annoying. Like I don't understand if it was like these. These were hard enemies that you're dealing with. I'm just, but saying, you're just I'm like, just okay, I almost, I almost had you killed, and now you're calling fucking water. So now. Yeah, if you just put something in, there, I think whoever, I don't know, maybe it wasn't the the main guy that the the, the director that did it, or some like asshole like, you know, that was his level to design. He's like fuck fuck everyone, and he did that on purpose, and no one caught it, you know. Um, because yeah. like, like they were trying to do a lot of dumb shit at the end, though, like where you're trying to like, uh, which I guess you did earlier in the game, like sneaking around and stuff, like behind those pillars when you broke into the lizard place, and I was like, okay, like I'm just over it. <laughs> well, you can, you can still do that through the whole game, and you get like four times damage if you're hiding and they don't see you. You talking about when you slash? Yeah. No, I'm talking about when you had, actually had to sneak past enemies and not get seen or it restarts. Oh yeah, that, like, that's, that's just that, that shit's fucking stupid. Uh, when you're when you sneak out of jail, yeah. Well, I just felt like well, trying, yeah. When they're trying something different, yeah, I get that. I just like I, 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 too much shit. I think for the design philosophy, you have to also realize that the people making the game like understand the systems. So when they are making th uh, like encounters or things that happen, 
they have like more information than a player will ever get because they've been spending so much time like figuring out how everything works so that when they get to an encounter they may be like oh of course somebody will do this yeah because it's how we design it to be and then it's like the whole thing like when people have to design like software like they're like oh of course somebody will do this because this is the way you're supposed to do it but they don't realize that people are fucking stupid and they don't read and other other kinds of things and they just kind of click 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 or well, thanks Nick. thanks shit. i appreciate it Hey, just Thomas saying, Peter. man, the fucking board stage <laughs> is what you use them on. Truth just hurts. Just saying, <laughs> Put the boards on the windows, because that's what the fucking thing is about. But... <laughs> Build a fucking ladder, and so I'm like, all right. Uh, shit. But so, like, yeah, so, like, people may, like, may design things. Uh, like, there's a design, design philosophy that's, like, keep it simple, stupid, or whatever. Like, you have to assume the people using whatever you're designing are going to do the dumbest shit that don't make, doesn't make any sense because that's just how people work. Yeah. And so this might, that might have been an encounter where they're just like, oh, of course people will do this because it's part of the mechanics of the game, and then people just sit there with their dicks in their hands or on yeah. their coochies or whatever the fuck you do with your life, and you just sit in the water and you watch your NPC characters fight crabs in the water for an hour and you're like i don't know why this is happening <laughs> i mean i guess if you like aside from the crab part because that's just fucking stupid i guess if you like this game a lot then some of the things maybe didn't buy like there's things at the end where like you gotta destroy those magic barriers so you gotta like you know what i'm talking about and then you gotta shoot the arrow at the barrow you know what i'm talking about towards the very end of the game we have to swap the magic element and with you have like a three-party members with that mage boss dude well, th that I'll bring up too. But there's, there's like the barriers that those other mages are doing, and then like you have to break the barrier, so like they shoot the magic at it, and then you have to oh, shoot your or yeah, like, or attack them from behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, I guess maybe that would be fun if I actually liked the fucking game. But since I was didn't like the game, to me it was just annoying. So I mean, I guess cool. I can appreciate appreciate that you try to be innovative at times. But yeah, I, that I would have been all that stuff. cool for me if there wasn't also 80 fucking monsters on the field like holding right. you up, like you shit camera. And, like, you get hit, you get stunned briefly and shit. It's like, fuck, dude, I just want to move yeah. around this place. And then, like, you have so many enemies that have shields, and you're like, okay, my stupid AI characters are just going to... I don't know what the fuck they're doing the whole time. They're just They don't off. do shit half the time. Like, and, I, I watch them, and they do nothing. Yeah, so, like, I'm trying to fight these things, but the with the gathering on, like, everything's looking right at you, so, like, you can't... You can't turn gathering off, otherwise the enemies will go and attack your fucking mage characters. So you have to, like turn gathering on to get the attention of the aggro and then turn it off so that enemies turn around because like as soon as you let go of gathering like the enemies for like are like oh this person doesn't exist anymore great and they go attack all your uh allies then you can use that opportunity to like hit them in the back a couple times and then you got to turn gathering on uh at least that's how my experience was i was on yeah, the manual so it was a little bit different like when i would uh hide against obstacles like i guess apparently it does uh the slashing commands differently than on auto because I have to actually like tilt the cursor or the the left stick uh, in, in a certain direction of wherever the enemies are coming for the slash command to actually pop up. Yeah, but I think on auto, that too in auto. Oh, okay. That's, that move is so awkward to me. Like, I get it's pretty strong, but I feel like it's such an awkward thing. Like, enemies are coming at you. Well, let me fucking duck real quick while he's staring right at me so I can slash at him. Like, it's just. I don't know. I feel like I'm trying like, to use logic for a video game. You can't. You can't just. Yeah, but it's just. It's stupid. It's just fucking stupid. I know, but you can't. You just can't use that kind of logic, though. It's just a video game. Like that's how they. Who, 
No, that's just dumb design. Like, just maybe have a different button combination to do slash. Like, why would you want to... It's not like the enemies can't fucking see you. You're not really hiding from them. Like, oh, let me just... Like, you're hitting me. Let me duck real fucking quick and then slash you. Same with the climbing up the wall thing. It's awkward. Walk, like, being in a a fight with, like, 20 dudes and then seeing, like, a a knee-high obstacle that you can crouch behind and then doing that and then all of a sudden you see, like, 20 exclamation points and question marks (laughs) where the enemies are like... Where'd he go? It's, yeah. it's fucking, it's fucking hilarious. It, like I laughed so hard the first time that happened. I was like, "Are these? Is this fucking seriously happening?" Like they literally just saw me go behind this wall, and I hid against the wall, and all of a sudden I disappeared from the universe. And I was like, "This is freaking hilarious." It's the power of the outsider. It's the power of the outsider. Make I mean, I just say I didn't think Slash was pretty useful early on, but later on in the game, I just never fucking used it. Like I didn't feel the fucking need to. Yeah, it's good against those ogre things, but uh, after you get like a weapon that kind of kills them, and you don't need it anymore. Well, the issue with Slash is you can only use it from cover, and a lot of time end game, like you have hallways, and there's like maybe like yeah. some projections off the side that are uh, like you can hide behind, but you have to like. Go out of the. You have to go out of combat to go hide behind them, and when you do that, the enemies aren't anywhere near you anymore, kind of thing. So it's like fuck. You have to like bait them over to the wall, then hide. It's not. Like, it's not worth the damage out. you do. No, it you. It feels like a waste of time. You're like, I'd rather just sit here and wail on them, and it gets <laughs> yeah. done faster. Like I don't have to think anymore. I just. It's like playing a, a JRPG, a traditional one, when you get strong enough that you can kind of just mash attack and just one shot dude. Yeah. Like it's like okay, I'm just mashing attack here and getting through this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, did you? So when you guys were fighting the one boss, where you guys dropped the crystal on it, did you guys actually drop the crystal on it, or did you fuck up like I did? You mean the sword? Oh yeah, the sword. Whatever it was. Did you get? Did y'all do it right? <laughs> I fucked it up. I did it right. It took me. Oh, yeah. I was confused about how to do it though because I couldn't get the fucking uh, um, the altar floor to break. Like I was throwing those fire bombs at it, but then I realized uh, it's also where I learned, or I guess re relearned because apparently I guess they tell you earlier on in the game about it. Uh, but like you can lock on to shit with, while you're holding a bomb, and I had just up until that point just been kind of grabbing the bomb and throwing it without locking on. So that's my bad. Uh, but yeah, like break the altar floor and then grab aggro off the dude and stun him with Serene's ult. I almost died to that boss, and I was gonna be so pissed. It was a pretty long boss fight, <laughs> and I was at the very end. I had like barely a little health left, and everybody else is fucking dead. And I was like, if I, I'm just gonna quit this game for two days if I die. Right I, here. I was in the same position. I had I lost all my lives and I had like 20 health left, and I'm like, man, I hope I don't get hit by another fucking one shot laser <laughs> fire blast. Yes. I was like, how is this dude so fucking strong? I'm like level 60, and this dude's one-shotting me. I don't understand. And that's not, So I guess we'll get into those likes and dislikes, but like some of the fucking balancing in this game is wonky as shit. Yeah, yeah uh, I don't understand. I anyway. thought it was just me like not knowing what the fuck I was doing or like with setups, but I'm like, because I didn't really have that much gear upgraded to a lot of times. I'm like, am I just under... Like, my gear just shitty? Like, why do I keep getting fucking... Some bosses or enemies just just wreck my ass, and some don't. Yeah. Well, I didn't have any issue. I had the dragon armor, so... That's... Uh, Well, some people play Dark Souls, and we do this thing called fashion. So, uh, (laughs) the dragon armor shit looked like garbage, so I definitely was not putting that on anybody. Well, I put it on them, and then you can take... Like, you can change it so you can't see it. 
Like, you take the helmet off. That helmet was garbage looking. Oh my god, that was the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh. Well, I wish I, I wish that you could do like you do in Xenoblue, where you could just kind of like pick the style of clothes you want presented on you, and then also be separate from your actual gear. So you're not walking around looking a way you don't want to look, just because it's better gear. But, uh, yeah, speaking of... all invincible. That's all. Use the invisible ink. Just walk around in your fucking... Oh, the dye? Did you... I never used the dye one fucking time. Yeah, you can walk around naked, basically. If they made a big deal about this dye, I'm like, really? Like, I have to do all the shit just to change the color of my fucking armor? Yeah, that was dumb. That's another game. Like, I guess that's like a gameplay element. Like, you can change, uh, the color of your armor, but you gotta find, like, six of these dyes to, like, get the... Six of these things to make the dye. It's like he's fucking old and he doesn't understand that that's fucking petty and stupid and no one gives a fuck about that. Yeah. No fucking young person developing games is going to think that's a fucking smart idea. <clears throat> um, also... Somebody thought it was good. What? Somebody thought it was a good idea. Yeah. It's in the game. Yeah. Um, uh, going back to like battles, like you are saying, you can die up to five times or six times. Is it five or six times per battle? Five, I think? Yeah. At least five, five per character. So each battle you can like basically get knocked out five times and then get brought back. Um, so they either get them back on their own or if you have gathering on, you instantly revive them. Um, they get a stat buff. Apparently. Question. So, yeah, if so they, because I I didn't understand this worked. If they are dead and you use the uh, the ultra command thing, whatever, where everybody you can pick it, what everybody does. If they're dead, it still lets you select what they do. Do they just get up and do it? Because I couldn't really understand how that worked. I think they stay dead until you walk <laughs> over them. But I'll be honest with you, I changed people's commands and I never saw them. The only people I saw do commands were the mages because the spell would change. But like I would do commands. Uh, for like the melee characters or whatever, and I honestly have no fucking idea if they <laughs> did anything because they were it felt completely fucking useless. Yeah, like like some the the only time melee characters I could tell they were doing something is when there was one enemy left, and usually it was a bigger enemy that I did just fucking kill in one hit, or it was like <laughs> blocking and I couldn't do much damage to it. And the other NPC characters would come over and like hit it once every ten seconds, and I'd get oh chain bonus. Okay, that's cool. And yeah, I don't like understand what the um like the berserk ability was supposed to be so fucking good about. Like, why I'm, I never really used that. It's so that when uh, you're fighting a boss or uh, mobs that get healed by ice, you don't heal them. So that's that's the only thing. He's the only character in the game that heals enemies with his fucking magic. Yeah, that's... what a joke. <laughs> yeah, you find those uh, fucking okay, crabs. Maybe that's fine. He's fighting those fucking crabs. That's the thing. They're not fucking dying. Fucking low like healing fuck the damn crabs. Water, uh, reptids or whatever. Like, there's like so many water or, or ice element character or enemies in the game, and they they make you use low for like half the fucking time you're fighting these things. And it's like, why? Why would you give me a character that heals all the enemies? This doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, I don't, also don't know why they, like, so you use, like, I think LOL, like, kind of early on in the game for, like, fucking two minutes. And then you don't control, you know, I don't control any other character until the very end of the game. Like, I don't even, like, I feel like they should give you a little bit more freedom with that. I guess Zale's, you kind of have to use Zale all the time because he has that fucking gathering ability. So, yeah. Um... I would like if you could have switched between characters. That's yeah, well, I mean, I, I was thinking, like, Xenoblade kind of has Shulk kind of being OP a little bit with the whole uh, Monado, but, I mean, you can make do without him. I, I, I guess you couldn't really make do without having Zale at least on your team. 
Well, I mean, I, I would have liked if you, uh, you have your whole party or whatever, and then you just like press left or right on the D-pad or wherever. Kind of like in Final Fantasy VII Remake. You control somebody else for a minute? Yeah, control somebody else. Yeah. Like, just swap, like put Gathering on fucking Zale and then go play any other character. Just play anybody else. Yeah. Like, let the tank sit there and tank hits. And I will go kill shit with a character that doesn't have to sit there and fucking tank hits. Like, let me do something, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah, because I swear, sometimes the mages, they're not even doing shit. Like, they're just they are just literally just fucking sitting there. I'm like, what the fuck are you, like, what well, the fuck yeah, are you doing? Heal circles well, on they got themselves, to play so that's a jerk. That's what sucks. They put the heal circles on themselves, so you have to run back to the heal circle to heal yourself. Instead of, like, healing the tank like any, you know, smart person would do. And then you have to go there to dispel it, too, so... Yeah, that, yeah, and there's, like, there's certain bosses, like, where you have to use, like, uh, Miranda's mute, so you have to fucking use mute, but she also has to fucking heal, so, like, you're gonna have to use your, uh, I forget what the hell, the, the command ability to make her switch back and forth between the fucking two, because she's not ever gonna switch between the two. So shit like that, to me, is just, those shit was just annoying. Yeah, I'm not saying it's perfect or anything, but, um, I get where you guys get upset with it. Um, well, I mean, you had fun with it, so I mean, I'm the things that pissed me off pissed me off more. Just like you didn't have fun with ZW combat, I did. So the things that pissed you off, yeah, didn't really piss me off. So I mean, I get it. Um. So yeah, there's uh, skills you learn. Uh, like we were kind of talking about slash, vertical slice where you like walk the wall. I can't remember what the, what's supposed to do. Um. Uh, it acts as a gale, kind of. So if you, you it does damage. Yeah. And it also breaks, it dispels the uh, the circles on the ground. Um, but it's like limited because you have to be against the wall. So like it's a stronger form of gale, but it's uh, like it's limited. It's hard to use. Uh, it's hard to and, use. Yeah. And everybody gets an ultra command later on too. It's like which, your limit break. Those are those are pretty. Yeah, those are, they're like limit breaks. So those are pretty useful. Yeah, there's a, them, there's guard you know, count too, which I thought like once you get that that. Um, that really, I like using guard so, counter. That that was my favorite thing. Like let them try to attack you, and you hit guard counter, and uh, you do like four times damage or something. You do like massive damage when you hit guard counter, and then. Well, I think I didn't realize. Um, was it when you're fighting the lizard king dude that you're supposed to um, shoot block his um, spear thing back at him? Is it, the way they word it when they're telling you what to do, they're telling you to get out the way. So I'm like, oh, all right. So I'm just trying to dodge it and then pick it up. And then before I can get to it, he just fucking hits me. And I'm like, I don't understand. Am I just being too slow? And then I looked it up. They're like, oh, you got to fucking parry it back. Yeah. And then you steal it. And if you keep it, do you get to keep the sword? But I don't understand why they just say, just, just block it, Zale. Because every other fucking boss you fight, they tell you exactly what to do. You, well, so you're getting mad you about that. Them, you're getting mad about that. So you pick your pick, pick lane. If you have no, a... I'm not getting mad about it. I just there really is no strategy against the boss because you have to do what the game's telling you to do. Well, and the, like, the game's defense kind of if you if you like he th if he throws the thing out and uh, you dodge that, and then you like walk up to him and get in his in his face and you block. And let him punch you once or something, then you can go and pick up the sword without a problem instead of just running to it and he like fucking drop kicks you. Well, I never really used block that much other than like that one flying fucking uh, thing that was shooting. How did you not you. use block? Like, that's like the only thing I you just, can do. 
I just didn't really see the fucking point of it. I feel like the game was mostly easy, so like I didn't really see the point of using it. Oh. It wasn't like uh, it's like I'm getting fucking crushed and I had a block or I'm not gonna die. Uh, I mean, I guess I I was playing on manual, so maybe it, it's a whole different experience on auto. But uh, like I had, I felt like I was actually playing the game because like I had to choose when to attack, when to block. It wasn't just like automatically happening. Yeah, I mean, I'm not scared. I didn't die against some bosses, but it wasn't. I never felt like I really hit a huge fucking wall or anything. All right. Plus, the, I think the camera's so fucking shitty, and there's so many things surrounding me, I can't see the goddamn fucking way to block half time, anyways. Yeah, uh, that's that's part of the other reason you, I had to buy you that controller because the camera is different with the Wiimote. Uh, with the controller, you can at least. Con uh, you can at least control the camera so it's behind you all the time. I think with the Wiimote, you have to hit a yeah. you have to like hit a button to get the camera it's, behind you, kind of like Quest sixty four, and that gave me like fucking PTSD thinking about that shit. The thing they're really annoying with the camera, and I don't know if other games do this because I can't really it doesn't stick out that it was as annoying in other games. But it's like so like when you go to if you're looking on the camera, it doesn't you can be looking behind you, but when you go to fucking zoom in to use the seek then all of a sudden it will point you all the way back around to like where you're facing so when you're going to shoot a fucking like an arrow like you could be like looking behind you like oh there's a mage and then you hit seek and then it goes all the way back to the fucking the other way did that annoy y'all or is that just a me thing uh like the first couple times it happened i just learned to just turn around like turn the character around or whatever but it was annoying when it happened because the camera movement is slow and then sometimes it gets like stuck on shit and yeah. like, I feel like I have to like rotate the fucking stick in a circle like eight times to get it to like stop being stuck on whatever the fuck it's stuck on. Like it's stuck on some random hole in the wall or whatever, or like on the floor. I'm like, there's nothing there. What the fuck is that locked on? I never really used arrows that much, so like it was always like, okay, three hours later I go to use a fucking arrow on this fucking mage because whatever reason Yurik's not fucking killing them. I guess he's over there jerking off or something. So like I just kept fucking it up. I mean, I feel like the only use of time to use arrows is, like, there's certain bosses that, like, uh, that paralyze arrows like that work on. Like, when you fight the one dude on the boat, did y'all use that strategy? Sure did. Yeah. Because y'all were, y'all, because I was following a guy at that point. I never would have thought of that otherwise, but. I used the paralyzed sword and then the paralyzed axe. I, apparently on the Lizard King, uh, whatever the fuck his name is, you can use the, some kind of banana thing on him, but I didn't have any, so. Oh, the prank bananas? Yeah. That's pretty funny watching him fall. <laughs> I, I think I tried doing that, but like he was moving too quickly for me to actually aim with the fucking crossbow. Yeah, I hate... with the, you know? Anything so you had to like, do with the crossbow, I hated, but like that was just the Wii being the Wii, doing that kind of like movement shit. Um, but yeah, like there's some parts in the game where it's beneficial like if you if you can see the mobs before they see you you can shoot like the mage with the mage arrow and kill them right, right real quick so they you don't have that like there's like that black circle they have on the ground which is like damage circle which is i hate those those are annoying but um, so i was bitching about how like and the they always kind of like they're in bosses they're like trying to tell you what to do and all this stuff like this I guess she says he wanted to incorporate gameplay instead of cutscenes into. I mean, incorporate the dialogue into the gameplay rather than having the cutscenes. I guess yeah. that's why he did some. I like I like that. Like you're walking up through the town, they'll talk and all that kind of stuff. That's I like that kind of stuff. Which was inspired by Uncharted and West Wing. I never watched West Wing, so I don't know what the fuck that's. 
I guess I, I see the un, the Uncharted um, inspiration because they kind of do that with Drake when he's like doing shit. Um, anything else on battling like you can think of? Want to throw in there? Um, I don't really. Other than a couple other bosses, that, oh no, battling no, yeah, a couple of bosses like the doppelganger boss was fucking kind of stupid and. Did you guys did you do you like any of the bosses, Nick? I know Kuta liked a lot of them, but well, I mean, I didn't dislike any. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is the, 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 am I the only one that was annoyed by like how like you have to like wait two or three minutes for them to tell you how to beat the boss? Well, I mean, I, I used a walkthrough, so they were pretty much just like, "Hey, do this," and I just did it. Yeah, like, me too. So, so I didn't have that issue. <laughs> Oh, okay. So even so, even like certain things, like you could just do it right away. Like there's a one vampire thing you're fighting where you have to like break its barrier. Like, yeah, I had you know, know, you uh, right when away. the process of getting there, like uh, I killed some some of the skeletons or whatever, and they dropped silver arrows for me already. And I was like, oh, okay, use a silver arrow. On them. Well, that was annoying because I knew I needed the one that when I need, I know I needed a fucking silver one because I fought the one in the damn uh, haunted house. Or the horse is running around. My that problem... house is... Sorry, what are you saying? Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, my problem with the vampire bosses was the fact that you shoot them with a the fucking silver arrow, and then they suddenly... Run uh, away? Uh, yeah, they have, like, the speed of Sonic, the fucking hedgehog, <laughs> and they just zoom out. I'm like, how am I supposed to fucking fight this dude? Like, I can hit him, like, three times, and he's gone. And then all my party members just kind of are just fucking hiding, crouched behind the walls, or casting magic on the floor. What? Like nobody's fighting these this fucking boss. So I'm like, okay, shoot him with a silver arrow, and then chase him for ten fucking minutes. Shoot him with a silver silver arrow, get like three hits, chase him again. I'm like, this is fucking annoying. This is so. It annoying. was really annoying in the house more than the other one. The house was so fucking annoying because he just ran around in a circle the whole time. And I'm like, this is fucking. Can I just go the other way and meet him halfway and just kill his ass or something? But well, what's the skill where you can jump to the the boss? What's that like whirlwind or something like that or gale? 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, just, I was. Just, yeah, but could you just gale to it? In the house, it doesn't. Like, it worked. The gale worked in the second one, but when the in the haunted house, it's like you can't. Like he's already in another room. You can't even like yeah. get to his ass. It's. And then, uh, it's, and then when you your characters die, you have to go back and open them out of the coffin. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> so I got a question <laughs> about, uh, I guess, auto mode for you guys. Because when I, in manual mode, to use Gale without having to use command point, I had to swing my weapon and hold it down. And it would take, like, three seconds for the for the game to register that I wanted to use Gale. Like, was oh, it so you can use it without a command point? Yeah. Oh, that's nice because no, you can in auto. I, as far as I know, you have to use one of your command points okay, to use Gale. Okay. No, no, you. That's a that's a knife. No, you just hold the A button down and you use Gale. Yeah, but it uses one command thing. I guess I never had an issue of command points. I always had like way too many. Oh, yeah, it does. It does. It uses one of your like you have the four notches filled up, and it uses one of those notches. But you don't have to waste the whole command bar to use Gale. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no. Okay, no. You you just hold it. Okay. I oh, thought you okay. were saying that you were doing something and you were just like able to do it. Well, no. So not. like it was annoying though because like I would have to swing my weapon and sometimes it wouldn't register that I was trying to use Gale and it would make me swing the weapon again and I'm like I just want to fucking use Gale and at that point, like I've been hit a couple times and it was just really frustrating because like I was hoping there was a way to just kind of like fucking do it like instead of like 
uh, having to use the command thing. Yeah. Like, so I wasn't sure if in like auto, like because you can. It's like, easy in auto. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, okay. auto. You just hold the button down. You're good. You don't have to worry about swing. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that can be very fucking annoying because, like, a lot of times, uh, breaking those circles and shit, like, speeds up things a lot. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, uh, gameplay-wise, uh, there's, like, a, a hub world, basically, like a, like a town that you can explore and um, shoot things and do little mini-games where you, like, find some kids and... Um, so, like, it, when you're walking around town and all of a sudden, like, the seat button comes in the corner, is, like, is there always something you can find? Because yeah. I'd be looking around for, like, it's two fucking minutes. I'm yeah. like, I don't, I don't usually, know what I'm going to look for. So. Usually it's, like, behind you, and then you shoot that one, and you turn it around, and there's another one behind you again, and you can do, like, five in a row, and you get, like, something really good if you get, like, five in a row or something like that. Oh. Well, I never found the first one, so. So, so. so there's two different events, though. So there's one where, like, if you're in the alleyway and the wind's blowing, uh, you get the sneak prompt and like these papers or something what i don't remember what they are they like they fly by and you have to shoot those They're like the other one is, shit, right? is a ground event and you have to find this shiny spot on the ground and look at it and then find some more before the time's up yeah but both times the six shit's garbage <laughs> that fuck up after like two or three and i'm like i'm not wasting my time on this anymore like i don't care like they can put me at max fucking level for all i care if i do this properly i'm, I'm never going to get it done and yeah, that's you don't I need it. You don't need your. All it does is upgrade your crossbow, and you don't need it that much, anyways. Like crossbow. Yeah, well, I was wondering how the fuck you upgraded your crossbow because I feel like I upgraded my crossbow one fucking time, and I'm like, I don't. I guess I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything either, so. But you don't use the crossbow enough to warrant ever upgrading. Yeah, crossbow. I agree. Like you, I only ever used it for pulling uh, enemies away from groups and then getting them alone and then slashing them to kill them in one hit and then just doing it again. And to me. That was the most boring part of the game because at least when I was uh, tanking and not actually playing, like hitting people's shields over and over again, I was playing the game. Like I wasn't just kind of sitting and pulling aggro one at a time. So um, there's also like there's like a fortune teller, and then they um, the arena. Yeah, you which, can find. You can front. Was that fun for you? Because I mean, I only did it like twice, and I didn't like it. But I mean, I guess you like the gameplay. Did it get really hard? Yeah, every time you did it, like they leveled up. So there's like three versions of the arena. So and um, after the at the if you do if you win ten times in a row, the second version you get like that. Uh, I think you get gold like really early, so you can upgrade to like a really powerful. Oh, yeah, I think gold to the very end. Yeah, you get you can get like two pieces of gold or something like that, where you can upgrade your or what? No, not gold. It's one of the ones that you need to upgrade your weapon to the last form, like the whatever one of those pieces of it uh bone. yeah so you get a salamander oh, bone. That's, that's pretty good yeah you get one of those if you do that 10 uh 10 times so i did that and then i had zale with just an op weapon and then it was you know i was just op and um but uh yeah, yeah, but that's there's, like mid like chapter 20 something and a couple chapters later like maybe like an hour and a half gameplay you get some more salamander bones so it's not like that big of a no yeah it's not that big a deal it's just one of those things that are like, it felt good to get it for me. I don't know. It was fun. Oh well, really, I was trying to get it so I can fight those damn like panther things. I thought I could be. Able, I was going to be able to kill them with that, um, but I think I had to wait a little bit longer still because they wrecked me. That was the real challenge of the game, <laughs> fighting those things. So yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, the only side quest I I did for like the uh, the haunted house one because I. 
I thought I needed to upgrade Horus. I don't think I did the other one that's supposed to be involved with it. And then uh, there's a couple. I think I did, I think I did Yurk's uh, shit. Yeah, there's like uh, like you know your normal like fetch quest stuff where you get you know loot and stuff that you you need to upgrade your weapons. Um, if you wanted to do that, there's one. There's like some old guy um, you can swim to, but you have to learn how to swim first, and then. Like every like you can run into people in town. So if you run into people three hundred times, he gives you like the dragon to uh, he gives you like seven dragon teeth. Um, and then if you hit a sign like one hundred and fifty times, like you know you hit your head on the sign, he gives you you know dragon teeth for that. And then you slip on like you know it, I I had to figure out how to do this, but there's like fruit bowls and you can knock them over and you can slip on them, <laughs> kind of like the banana. I did. I did. Well, I remember slipping on the banana. I guess that's what I was thinking of. But yeah, there's fruit bowls you can knock over, and then you can just slip on it a whole bunch of times, and then he'll give you dragon teeth for that. It's a really what weird and random. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's in there. And then do the, I was like, do the people in the town? Do they like are? Do they kind of like change what they say as the game goes on? Like, do they feel like trails like, or are they saying the same shit the whole time? I think when you become a knight, they say different things, and then um, after you save them, they say different things, and then town, but, I mean, it's not, like, the same static uh, response, like, from the beginning of the game. So there is... Right. I mean, I just never really walked around town that much. It didn't really seem, like, I guess I wasn't connected to the game, so it never really felt like... I don't think I even knew about, like, the whole, like, artist way where you can buy everything until, like, towards the end of the game. Or Artisan's way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go there's a uh, well. There's a, pu- a couple places you can upgrade, but that's one of the places you can go. And um, more, there's like a fetch quest there that's really easy to do. Because if you do the Coliseum, like two of the three things that lady needs, like you get from the Coliseum. Um, but yeah, there's just like random fetch quests, and then after you beat like a chapter, most of them you can go back to and replay. And I, I, like I think it levels up to what you are. And there's like loot boxes that have like high quality um like mats i guess you need to upgrade your material or uh, upgrade your like weapons and your armor um and then there's like yeah there's i think there's only like four or five different types of armor maybe six and then there's not much i i do kind of like i don't like the the armor system that much but i do like how everybody can kind of wear the same shit because you're always getting characters swapped in and out and it would be a pain in the ass if you had to um, create individual yeah people. You know, like this person can only wear this or that or whatever. But there's not really much yeah. of a difference between the armor, at least for me, because I didn't I didn't really need to specialize or anything like that. Yeah, I did. Like, well, this one does this by plus one or plus three. Like, I'm like, does it really fucking matter? Like. Yeah. It, do the stats really? Do those stats really matter? But so much in this game, like uh, maybe if you're trying to do some speed run, maybe it does. Yeah. But the only armor I thought that was worth a shit was the armor. I think it was cloth or something that you can give to the mage characters and it reduces their cast time. I was yeah. like, okay, that's oh maybe, yeah, yeah, that's maybe beneficial because yep, everything that's... else, I like. Did... I... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just say, like at, when I first started the game, I kind of gave everybody a different armor set to make them unique looking. Um, and I definitely got rid of Dagran's hunter set because, like, I was not really all about that exposed midriff and shit. And like, <laughs> come on, man! I gave Dagran the knight armor, so he looked like a badass. 
Like at least he wasn't in the party half the game, so yeah. but, but talk about that <laughs> later, I guess. But uh yeah, like I, then I eventually got to the point where like I was actually uh, getting the silvers and the perk slots or whatever, the upgrade slots were uh unlocking for the armor and I was like, Well, I've got fifty fucking different random ass pieces of armor I've gotten from enemies. Let me make let me see which one has good like upgrade perks and I saw the ones for the reduced cast time and I was like okay well that's going on the mage characters yep like I kept uh, Zale in his heavy armor the whole game and it really didn't notice yeah is there other um good mage weapons cause like the Minto dagger or whatever the fuck it is for Yurik is fucking OP as shit I never really got anything good for Miranda or uh what's her name the last weapon you can get from mages is like the sorcerer or something. Yeah, is it, so there's no like special weapon for the other two characters like there is for Yurik. Uh, there's so. sorcerer for like mages, and then um, I think uh, Callista gets the Agarin dagger. I don't think I got that. I think that's like a side quest. I think that's like you get really at the like very end of the game. But uh. But yeah, there's a lot of cool looking. I, th I like the, that the weapons change too when you get new ones. Like so, they, they all have their yeah, that's cool. They all have their unique look, and then when they're upgraded to like the, the highest level, they like glow. So that's kind of neat. Well, he did that in Lost Ozzy too. So I guess that's that's a thing that he kept it on there. Um, but like the good thing about dragon armor is that when when you get barrier active, like damage is reduced by ninety percent. So like, you can just wreck everything. You don't like you just are a tank. <laughs> so. So yeah, you, I think the problem is you have to dispel shit to get the barrier on, and that's too easy to do that. Well, for me, well, I was auto, so it wasn't that hard. I just hold the button. Yeah, it was a pain in the ass for us. Yeah, like I, you have close to like maybe two fifths of the game in your party, I'd say. Like, could she? Because that's one thing about this game. Like every chapter, like you have two different party members, and they're forced into your party. Do and, you like, like that in a game or no, Nick? Because I do. Uh, I mean. I like it to an extent because normally I wouldn't use like in a normal RPG like you have the characters that you don't ever fucking touch. So it was cool to have uh, like all the characters uh, in the party at different points in time and see like actually get to play with them. Um, however, uh, this also like pissed me off a little bit because at the end of the game like you have all of the characters in your party at the same fucking time and I'm like right. just do that the whole game like. This whole mercenary band isn't a very fucking being a very good mercenary band. They're just like, oh hey yeah, I'm gonna stay here and have some beers. Y'all can go do the next mission and shit. And like, what the fuck? Well, sometimes they had good story reasons, but I guess they couldn't think of good reason every time. Yeah, I actually didn't even really pay attention to the fact that everybody was on your team at the end. Like, it never was before. So yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I kind of like it when games do this. Like, Grania does it. Fancy Star Four, because to me, it takes out the the stress of me. Uh, having to worry about who I want to take stuff like that. Yeah, I like that too. I mean, Final Fantasy IV does it. I like the way Suikoden does it because they like will give you mandatory yeah. party characters sometimes, but then still give you like three slots where you can use whoever the fuck you want. Like if you've been working on some characters that aren't like quote unquote part of the plot yeah. and because you, you like them, you can still use them as opposed to having to be forced with the whole party of like assholes you've never used and they're, <laughs> so now they're underleveled and like man, yeah. alright. Yeah. Well, I think that works good in Sugden, and I think it works. And sometimes in Trails, you can do it. I think it works better when you have like a shit ton of characters to 
Well, from I think Final Fantasy VI does it at times too in the first. Right, it doesn't six, part. but or like they give you three or four characters, but you got twenty other characters to choose. But you're from. comparing, you can't compare like very, very good games to like everything. <laughs> I guess I don't know. What's that? Sure you can. Like, I guess that's the I guess that's the standard. Like, medium. Sequel is the standard of like, yeah, that's how you should do things. But everything, I mean, everything can't be sweeted in. So you gotta kind of like take them for what it is. It's what Sui Coden, as some people call it. Whatever you want to call it. I don't know what the fuck's actually called. Sukoden. 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 I just say I just say Sukoden. So fuck it. Anyways, we're not we're we're talking about worse games now called Last Story. So. Um. <laughs> anything else gameplay wise? I'm forgetting, missing. I think um, pretty much got it covered. So yeah, I think likes, we... likes and dislikes, uh, uh, Nick. Sure. Uh, so I liked um, the action aspect, uh, like roaming the battlefield and having like the AI characters kind of do things. I don't think it was implemented quite as well as it possibly could have been. Uh, but uh, it was a unique take on the formula that I uh, really enjoyed. Um, that's about it for likes. <laughs> uh, I disliked uh, the fact that your main character had to be the tank, and uh, that the targeting like was uh, like iffy, like it, it hit or miss, like uh, whether or not the enemies would aggro you or not. Um, the part of uh, having the in uh, the ally uh, characters actually fight by themselves is great in theory but in practice I really didn't notice that they were fucking doing anything uh, and I would have preferred to control them myself um, most of the time upgrading like weapons and armor just felt like uh, getting a new stat stick so um, there was no gameplay difference in how Zale fought whether or not he was using a hammer he was using a sword he was using an axe like it's just like I'm just gonna swing the weapon like okay uh, that's great. Um, I felt like the actual uh, abilities for the characters were too limited. Um, so, like a normal game, like a normal game in this genre, like you, as you level up, you typically get more abilities or whatever, and you can do different things in combat. Like I understand that this is more like an action game, so it's more difficult to implement that kind of coding, but. Uh, like some like some games like you'll have a end of the game your character will have like fifteen to twenty like different abilities they can use in battle and this one's just like you can swing your sword faster or you would accelerate like, uh, oh boy <laughs> <laughs> this is exciting I'm swinging twice as fast now yeah, awesome it, it does uh, like, if you're playing an auto it really does help though so you don't have to hit button. I, I mean, it was it was fun when I turned off gathering and tr hit accelerate, and I could actually do damage to an enemy and just fucking go ham on the fucking A button, and watch that like the numbers tick up or whatever. But like that kind of got old quick. So it was like, oh, that's that's a nice treat. All right, well, I here I go to rarely use this ever again because I'm too busy trying to tank. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's. I guess I'll stop shitting on it now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, for me, uh, I love the gameplay, because, like I was saying before, uh, I like playing as a tank. That, to me, is fun. 
I like uh, drawing the aggro and uh, just doing damage. So everything about this game from the start, like I liked. And then we got new abilities, and then after that, you can, you know, you can dispel the the magic, and um, there's different uh, like benefits for doing the different magics. And um, I don't know, I I just enjoyed the overall gameplay. I thought it was different. It's nothing I've for me, I haven't played anything like it. I'm sure there's other things that, like you were saying, they're better. But uh, I don't really play that kind of game that often. So I really enjoyed it. I think if you like being a tank, you'll like playing this game. Um, I mean, for a Wii game, I thought, like, I, I also kind of, like, gave it some, like, leeway because it's an older Wii game where the technology was kind of shit. So I didn't, like, I don't know, it wasn't too... Uh, um, offensive to me for some of the limitations it had, or, or the slow, like, I don't know, maybe because I played it on Wii U, I didn't have as much slowdown. I don't know if that helped it or not. I played it on Wii U. Um, I th- was I bitching about slowdown? I think I was, wasn't yeah, I? You were bitching about some slowdown, but I don't, I didn't, I didn't really notice it that much. Um, but I usually don't notice that kind of shit unless it's really bad. So maybe it may was just a, a game thing with me because, I mean, well, I don't really notice this. I got. I had slowed down too when there was a lot of shit happening. Yes, and like, there's like there's twenty like, fucking enemies. Yeah, and then everybody's casting a spell at the same time and shit, and it's like, what the hell? Mega Man Nintendo I, shit. I I had a a fucking green line at the bottom of my screen the entire game, and I guess that uh, happened to other people too with the Wii U. So yeah, I had it too, but I I didn't really notice it that much unless there's a black screen. So I guess it didn't really bother me. But uh, I don't think I noticed it. Um, I I like to. I, yeah, I'll just. I have one more thing, and that is, uh, I would have liked to have played the multiplayer, but it's the servers are shut down, so I can't really talk true. about that. Damn, me too. I would have loved. I love this yeah, game so that much. Fun for all us to play multiplayer together, that would be kind of cool. Um, I also uh, I liked exploring the town. Like that was kind of fun. Like when you first get there, you can explore. So I like that kind of stuff in games. Um, not for everyone, of course, and side quests are not for everyone. Um, the side quests, were, I didn't think were great. They're your standard fetch questy stuff, but some of it was unique where there's, like, these kids that steal your money, and you gotta find them. Um, it wasn't, like, a- amazing or anything like that, but I liked it. Yeah, I didn't think they were that bad. Um, I, mean, there were, I only, like, maybe six of them, but I, I, did, I thought they were better than... The- there was at least some decent dialogue in there. Yeah, and there weren't, like, you didn't have to do them. There's a benefit at the very end of the game. But, I mean, it's, like, one of those things, if you want to do it, I think it's it's not bad. Um, but I had a fun time with it. Uh, I liked it way better than the last game that he had. It was more, because it was, like, different. I don't know. I, I, I see what he was doing, and I appreciated it, because it's not, like, anything I've played before. And it kept me um, engaged, where, like... You have to keep doing different things, whereas the last game you just hit a button, you know? Like the ATB on the last game was kind of was not that well done. Wait, it says that he took uh, four years from trial and error de- development process devoted to the battle system. Yeah. So I, I liked it, but like I said, it's probably for a certain type of person. Um, and if they had it on, like, I think they could probably remake it and, like, make it really good. You know, tweak it and do like some of these things we're talking about. They need to do like the camera, like like I was saying, like the camera could be ass if you, you know, the whole Wii system. It was stupid. I hated it. Um, 
But I don't blame the game for that. Uh, but I do kind of blame him for picking Nintendo. I, I don't know. I, I go both. I go back and forth on that. Um, I hated the fucking crossbow. I thought like I get like you know there's some things you try. But sometimes it works, but this is one of those things that didn't didn't work for me at all, and I don't think it worked for anybody. But yeah, but he pro- he might have picked um, Nintendo because he wanted a Japanese audience. This last year was on Xbox. Well, and I don't know. Lost Ozzy sold well, but I'm sure it didn't fucking sell well in Japan. Well, just reading it, uh, he said that uh, he picked intent like. I don't know if it's true or not. This is just Nintendo re- or internet research or whatever. But um, reading is he he picked Nintendo because uh, well whoever was ahead of Nintendo like had the same idea like kind of he was talking to him about it and they had like they came up with this together and then a lot of the guys that worked on it like were from Nintendo. Yeah, I was kind of reading something something similar too. So yeah, I think that is. Um. But yeah, so probably gave him the C team to work on because you know the A teams just stuck with fucking Mario and Zelda games. Yeah, that's how you get. Well, you, that's how you, you get fucking water crabs, man. You get the C team. Fuck those crabs. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm a. To me, I, I guess you didn't grade, uh, give it a grade, but um, I think I, for me it was a four and a four and a half because I had a good time. So. For the for the majority of the game, I had a good time. Uh, oh, I also like the bosses. Every boss was different. You had to have a different strategy, so I did appreciate that too. So, Nick, what was your? You want to give it? You want to give it number, Nick? Right, uh, bitch. I mean, I'll give it a three. Oh, that wasn't that bad. Nice. I thought it'd be like a two or something. I mean, I didn't have any problems. Like, I ran into problems playing the game only with the, the crossbow sections, and like there was some frustrating elements of the game design but like everything worked and I, I managed to beat the game with almost no problems like near the end like the difficulty spiked for some fucking reason like bosses before would only like do like 120th of my health or something like that for a hit or something it felt manageable and then suddenly I was getting like one shot by fire breath and shit or like the final boss like a two, a two shot me and I'm like what the fuck well, that's like, when that okay. barrier comes. To, that, that's when that barrier really helped me because I didn't really have any of that problem. Yeah, but those fights you don't have close. Yeah, are you saying? Are you saying barrier? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you said bear, and I'm like, what the fuck? Where are you getting a bear from? You got a fucking grizzly bear, man. You didn't get the grizzly bear. <laughs> okay. All right. That makes more sense. So. Uh, Travis. Well, I was under the impression that uh, dispelling. The holy circle from Callisto is the only way to get barrier. Is there some other way to get barrier? Isn't it? I think it is the only way. I'm, I just dispelled If anything was on the fucking map, I dispelled it. I don't give a fuck what it does or what it's supposed to do. I just dispel it. Fair enough. Because I don't really feel like. I don't really comprehend what some of it was doing. Like with the uh, ice barrier? What the fuck? The slippy? Is this something like. Is it slow down or slip? Like, what does that even mean? I don't even know what it is. Uh, it, it made the enemies, like, uh. For, like. Six, seven seconds or something like that. Like not be able to do anything. They just kind of keep getting up, falling over. So. Oh. Cool. Well, yeah, there's also if you have gathering on and you hold the block, like you'll build up. Uh, I don't know what it's called. I can't remember it. But you the release burst. it and it kind of like stuns everyone. So that helps too. Yeah. You got uh. Well, there's two. There's two tiers to that. Like you get like your burst bar is halfway filled up, or whatever. Then it's full filled up and i think the first bar like half, when it's halfway filled up it only slows your enemies down but then when it's full it uh makes them like stop moving completely 
Like, you cast stop yeah. on him or whatever. Gotcha. Did, uh, All right, I uh, guess holy circles are anything you get buried, but I thought you had Callista at the end of the game, right? Or do I am I forget? Am I misremembering? Yeah, you the, you ever had the Varian, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah she gets you... kidnapped, dude. Yeah, but you ever had the, don't you? You ever in the last couple of battles? Yeah, but the, the the fight that I was having problems with, where I was getting one shot, like you don't have her. Oh, okay. Well, fucking uh, parry more, Nick. Yeah, I don't know. Learn how to parry. That's when you yeah, parry. <laughs> you parry. Parry the fucking fire blast come at you. All right. Well, like there's that the <laughs> fucking guardian beast thing, where like you have to fight it by, with Rania by yourself. Yeah. And that's that is behind, and I'm like, how the fuck do I fight this thing? Because he kept, like, he, he would one shot me, even though I'm behind a pillar. I guess I wasn't behind the pillar enough. He he's got lock on fucking bullshit, and I turned gathering off to survive. And he was just one shot my NPC that... characters. I'm like, this is dumb. You're supposed to, I guess, you're supposed to like cast leaf on him and then, um, like yeah. break break that with Gale to silence him, and he'll come down on the ground. You can hit him. Yeah. And, yes, yes, yeah. That's what you have uh, to do. And that shit's annoying because you have to go back to healing, and then she wouldn't cast anymore until you went back to fucking mute. Yeah, so, but she would be. She she was dead the whole fucking fight because I couldn't fucking <laughs> yeah. keep aggro on me without me dying, and then I'd die, and then he'd aggro her. I'm like, this is dumb. This is that was the hardest fight. That was the hardest fight in the game for me. Yeah, like you I like I didn't get game over there, but like I was on my last life and I had like 20 HP, and then something happened. I don't remember what happened. I think Callista like showed up or something, and she's like, oh, I'll use my new ancient ability thing to summon the old bird we just fought from the blue uh, spear thing, whatever. Uh, outsider thing, and she managed to clip the thing's wings, and I'm like, oh, thank god. And yeah, oh yeah, 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 you, you get that super summon thing. Yeah, so, there's, all, there's some fucking bullshit stuff happened in some of the boss fights, so that's, I guess, another negative for me, but... It, it yeah, and like, the one where the fucking thing's, like, running around, jumping up on pillars, and you're gonna knock the pillar down... That one wasn't too bad for me. Well, for some fucking reason, like I was casting magic on the pillar, but the shit wasn't getting knocked down. Maybe I'm sure I was doing something wrong. I'm guessing. You gotta use the crossbow to like... have your guys knock it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm like I'm casting a spell. To do it, I'm casting a spell on the fucking this thing, and then all of a sudden it's like it just doesn't break. And then it the next like time it breaks, I'm like, what the fuck like... happened the first time? Isn't it like an auto command where you look at it and then you tell them to break it and they just do it? No, yeah, well, they they're they're fucking retarded. They don't do that. I have to I do it by it, command. Yeah, I think it was if you seek the thing, you you get the idea like, oh, I should have a mage do it, but uh, then you have to like command them to actually target the thing yeah. with your uh, command thing. So I mean, I just feel like I just probably just suck at the fucking game because I just don't ever feel like I was really in a rhythm. You didn't care, so you didn't try. That's what it was. And it, I I wasn't really struggling too much against against a few yeah. bosses, so I didn't really care to learn, but so much more. I guess I'll just go ahead and get my likes and dislikes out the way. Likes, I don't think I really liked anything about the gameplay myself. Um, there were some times where when there wasn't a whole lot of shit going on and you didn't have um, a boss doing all kinds of crazy shit where like it was semi-enjoyable for me and I'm like, this could be fun. But then five minutes later, I just went back to disliking it again. Um, my dislikes are mainly combat just i don't like how the ai doesn't really fucking do anything unless you specifically tell them to do it and even then they don't even feel like they cast a spell they're supposed to cast um and then i pretty much hated 90 percent of the boss fights i just felt like everyone which i guess 
Nick, I mean, Cujo liked that every boss was kind of a different approach, um, which is fair. To me, I just felt like everything was a gimmick, and I was just waiting around for them to tell me what kind of stupid shit I was going to have to fucking do. And I felt like I sucked at the combat or didn't get it, so it's just enjoyable for me. So I'm going to give it a one and a half. Damn. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a low score. I it oh, so far. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, it's your opinion. So. I gotta, I gotta bring Kujo's high score down <laughs> a little bit to average. Out, so it's out. a three. So between all of us, it's average. <laughs> it's three. It's, yeah, it's a race, which I guess is not bad. So like, I think, uh, I think it's a very maybe. A, I don't know. I guess. If you read other reviews, I don't know if it's a very divisive game. Like some people love. No, it. I think a, I think a lot of people. Well, it's got like I think like low eighties on Metacritic, but everybody I talked to in the uh, RP Gamer Discord, they all seem to like thought it was a really good game. Like I think most of them think Xenoblade is a better game, but I don't think that a lot of people think it's that much worse as Xenoblade. And I know Nick, I don't think Xenoblade's great, but well, most uh, people. I, Nick, do you think I this is say, better than Xenoblade? I will. I will say that this game is at least three times as good as Xenoblade. Thank you. Well, I that's agree. fair, but Xenoblade is by why by considered way a better game across the board. I mean, it's holding like what, like a ninety-five on Metacritic. Yeah. I'll, so I just gotta say the people that I think the people that think Xenoblade's a good game uh, possibly got dropped on their head as children. Well, they also like. Oh, the it's, anime. In my, it's in my top ten JRPGs. I feel like uh, Xenoblade's a little too anime too. Well, I mean uh, that's that's I mean that's fair, but you like trails and trails is fucking anime, way more anime. I know, but I feel like uh, Xenoblade's not like it's like not all in. It's like part anime, part not, and it's like I don't know when to take it serious. You know what I mean? Where it's like, well, I didn't. You, but you took did you took this game serious though? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. The story is a little bit more, uh, I guess you could say, <laughs> mature. <laughs> it definitely, it definitely goes places. Whereas Xenoblade, uh, it's like you roam open world for three fucking hours, and the whole. It's exactly, it's exact opposite it's game for one. Rent time, it's fucking rain time or whatever. Fuck, shut <laughs> the fuck up, shut the fuck up. All right, god damn. Yeah, and it's, a, like, it's way too repetitive. Yeah. What's that? That's the that's what I like about Xenoblade. It's like very long open world with really repetitive gameplay. Well, like I like the music game, and I like roaming around, so to me it didn't bother. But I I totally get that complaint. I feel, so I feel like like the big differences between that game and this game, like especially like related to combat, because they're kind of similar. Like uh, I think Travis, you said it's like they're both like MMO ish. Yeah. Um, I think the big differences for me that made this more enjoyable is like. Because I was on manual mode, I actually felt like I was playing a game. Whereas in Xenoblade Chronicles, it's like you walk up to an enemy and like they just attack, and then you have to choose attacks when they pop up. Like you have the bar filled up, and you can choose your like special attacks or whatever. And like I just I watched all the characters just gather around an enemy and just like swing their weapons at it. And I'm like, this is so fucking boring. And then you you're done fighting, and then you walk around the map for a half fucking hour. And I'm like, oh, this looks pretty, but I fucking hate open world shit. And, uh, like, I'm bored. I was so bored of my fucking mind playing that game. But at least this one, like, uh, like, there's story beats the entire time, like, you're in dungeons and shit. Like, 
you you fight enemies, you kill them, and you move on, and the characters are talking about thing that's happening in the story or the dungeon here or whatever. And I'm like, okay, this is to keep me engaged a little bit. All right, uh, the pacing's good. Um, yeah. And I felt like I was actually playing the game. So. Well, you finished it, so there's that. There's that. <laughs> then Albert State's welcome by being making you fucking spend 70 hours playing a game that could have been told in 20 hours, probably. If they didn't fill it with, like, open-world bullshit or whatever. But I don't know. I, I didn't mean, finish, I didn't finish Little Blade, so I really, I guess I'll talk shit about it, but... Well, Kudra did, but he didn't hate it. I guess he just doesn't love it. Yeah. But we already did, we already did, a, re, we already did our review on Little Blade, so... Yeah, we're talking about this one. <laughs> so anyways, uh... That was, uh... I think that's all the scores, so... I think we're in the first. All right. Yeah, so that was the gameplay section. Uh, hope you all enjoyed. Um, now we'll go on to our first musical break. Uh, kind of break up the conversation a little bit. Give everybody a little chance to rest their ears. Uh, feel free to skip it if you want. Uh, it should be like a four-minute song, probably. Uh, but what is it? Kinda, uh, well, the, as is tradition, it's like uh, the main theme pretty much to the game. Uh, oh, that's, that's a good one. That Brent would have picked. Um... And so I guess uh, a word of warning, uh, if you decide to play this game and you haven't yet, uh, and you've decided that you like the music that you're about to hear, uh, it doesn't sound the same in the game. It sounds more like uh, it ran, it got run through some kind of filter, and it's not as clean and not as good sounding, in my opinion. Like, listening to Is it too compressed or something? Like, I mean, I just want to pay it to the music. Maybe it was too compressed, but, like, I, I listened to the... OST briefly before that we started the show to kind of figure out what song I wanted and like I don't remember listening to any of the music uh, that was in the game uh, that's on this OST so I just remember like three three themes so uh, but this is the uh, main theme uh, enjoy and we'll be back in a couple minutes yeah it's what's it it's called Nobu Umat wait uh, Tuberu Mono
hard. 26 minutes. <laughs> oh damn! But I figure I figure the gameplay is the mo the like the biggest part of this game. So, um, uh, well, yeah, we usually spend like an hour talking about gameplay anyway. Like gameplay is like the thing about this game. Like the story, we probably could go a little quicker because, you know, it's uh, there's a lot of red herrings, bad guys, and then this is the main bad guy. You know what I mean? Like there's not. It's not like super political or anything like that. Like I, I like no, I like the it's like I like the theme where it's like they're very naive, like almost like kids, you know, and they think that becoming a knight is like gonna be the best thing ever until they become knights. Like I like that whole yeah, that whole like you don't like when you're young you think that's a great thing and like now that I'm older I kind of can see, like appreciate that you know like. Yeah, yeah, it happens in real life, too. Like, you have a kid, they're like, you ask them what they want to do for a living, and you're like, oh, I want to be a firefighter or whatever, and then, like, I'm back. you go and try to train to be a firefighter, and they're like, this is fucking hard work. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Oh, I could die. Uh, I don't, I don't yeah. be a police officer. Oh, someone could shoot me, or people hate me because I'm a cop. Like, it, it's probably the same thing with being a knight, you know? It's like, uh, you think, like, oh, like you glorify it as a child, and then you become it, and you're like, holy shit, people are like, backstabbing me and put put me in jail and shit like it's it's well yeah that's a good comparison because like uh like the cop thing like you could be like a bright-eyed child and you're like okay i respect the law i respect the justice system whatever and then you get into uh like being a cop and you like you try you try doing the right thing but maybe you're in a corrupt uh like unit or whatever and everybody's like no 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 uh, this is how we do things here. Either you like it or you're getting put onto the shit fucking, uh, like, patrol where you get shot. Yeah. And shit. It's like, okay. <laughs> I don't think I want to do this anymore. Right. Uh, but then it's, like, also one of those things where, like, there's no, you can't really change things from outside. You got to change it from the inside, which is kind of what they did here. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's definitely got some parallels to, like, real life, which is cool, but... Uh, are we cutting this out or are we keeping this in? I, I don't know. Like, I asked, well, I was going to cut it, but that was too good to like redo again. So. Yeah, keep that in. <laughs> I want to leave that. Okay. Leave that in. So there that's cool. All right. Well, so now we're on to the story. Uh, hopefully, we don't have to take any more breaks. I don't know. Travis doesn't. We'll just make Travis piss himself. But well, if we do take a break, I can always cut it because I always put the time down. I got I got bladder issues sometimes. I'm drinking yeah, coffee, right. so yeah, it's all right. No. If whoever's listening to this, they like listening to the, the random crap too, so. Fair enough. <laughs> just get a commode, man. Like, just dump out the fucking bucket when you're done. Hey, you're just right. get a. Well, when I, was, when I was recording with, like, the headset, I would just go, like, mute it and just go walk and just, with my phone and just pee or whatever, but now I'm at the desktop. I can't. Just get a, get a right bottle. No one will know. Alright. <laughs> uh, so, story. Um. Uh, so the main character's name is Zale, and he is part of a mercenary company, uh, uh, consisting of, what, like, eight people, something like that, and, um, his particular group has been a mercenary company for a, a couple years, um, I can't remember if the flashback of, like, people dying happens at the very beginning of the game, or if it happens after you get to the first dungeon, but, like, you got a, there's a point where you get a flashback of, like, uh, Zale, the leader Dagrin, uh, Lowell, and I think Seren. Um, and they're like escaping some uh, fight that they're in, and they say something like, We lost another uh, a couple more people. So, like, they're, they're accustomed to like, having people come and go in their group. Um, 
but the game starts off and like you've been uh, given a job by like the local some nobility to go explore this uh, like cave or something and you control in Dagram and you're like learning like this tutorial like you're learning how to play and you're fighting some reptids I think uh, which the game never explains like what the fuck the reptids are like I guess they're just the like a well, well they might in the books maybe Oh, I didn't read the book, so maybe. Yeah, Kuja read them, I think, so I don't know if it explains anything. Uh, it's like, there's these, like, lizard men that live on this island or whatever, and they, they like, eat people, uh, presumably, I guess, and, like, destroy things. Uh, so you, your mission is to, like, clear them out of this cave you're in, um, and you're, like, you're fighting some dudes, and you get caught in an ambush, and then you switch over to Zale, and, and I think you're with him, and... You go in and you go save everybody and your whole party uh, groups up and you kind of continue on to the dungeon. Uh, you get near the end and you get split up and like you fight these skeletons, uh, undead skeleton things, and Seren gets killed and like, there's this big mirror. Well, no, whoa, 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 whoa. She doesn't die. She's uh, on the edge of death. She dies. Okay, she gets stabbed <laughs> in the chest. <laughs> Like, her lungs get pierced. Like, there's no way she... This is not a, a survivable injury. She, like, she's dead on the floor. No, and she then, hasn't... Uh, her heart hasn't stopped beating yet, though. Yeah. Whatever. To me, she was fucking It's like Aerith when she gets stabbed by Sephiroth. There's still time. Okay. Anyway, so, like, this <laughs> voice comes out of this mirror thing. And Zale's like, I just want to save everybody. And she's like... The voice is like, oh, okay. Well, prove it. And gives them this power called Gathering, which is like a, a tattoo on his right hand or something. I think it's his right hand. It glows blue with like power. And he can use it to revive people. So he walks over to Seren and the big old wound she's got just magically gets cured and she's able to fight again. And you learn like this ability gives you the a power to like have all the monsters want to target you. And so they... It, you learn it pretty much that you're a tank character and you turn on gathering, which is not turned on by default every time you enter combat. It's, uh, you have to manually turn it on and uh, that's how you fight dudes. And you eventually meet up with your crew and they're like, oh, what's this weird power thing? And Dale's like, oh, some ladies, I heard some voice and they gave it to me. And nobody like really asks any big questions about it or it seems too concerned. They're like, okay, cool. Let's use this power to keep going through the dungeon. Okay. Uh, and then you go through, you fight this big fucking boss creature thing that you're, I, I guess, technically not supposed to be able to kill, like, you can, like, kill it inside the area you fight it in, but the game tells you to break it onto the bridge, and you knock it off the bridge that you're on, and, like, you win. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that fight. Um, and then you go to town, and you're, oh, you're, no, you make your way back to town, and, like, you get into this fight with this glowing tiger, white tiger? thing and it just comes out of fucking like it comes out of you gotta save the children right yeah you gotta save the children and you fight this tiger and then it you beat up you beat its ass for a little bit and it leaves and then you you don't really see it again until the end of the game and then they don't really explain until the end of the game like what the fuck it it is uh well i guess when we get to the end of the game story you can tell me because i don't remember what the fuck it was what the fuck it is now so like uh, I mean, it kind of ties into the one character. So there's the characters in the mercenary group are Zale, Dagrin, Seren, who's a floozy alcoholic, 
Uh, Yurik, yeah. who is a son of a pirate, who also apparently has magical powers from one eyeball. Creature. Uh, Lowell, who's a um, ladies' man, player kind of personality. He's like, he's like Jansen, but just not as cool, basically. He's not a rapist, apparently. So that's, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's got plus five to uh, me. Uh, he has a personality, I guess. Oh, he's not some fake-ass bitch like Jansen was. Well, the, like, so his personality is like, his backstory is like he's, his, everybody he loves dies or whatever, so he, that's why he just kind of has a distant relationships with people and like one-night stands or whatever. But yeah. him and Seren love each other. They just don't act on their feelings or whatever the fuck. It's um, more depth than Jansen ever got. Yeah. So. Well, he married uh, the queen, so. Yeah. Well, Lowell married Seren, who's his queen, so that works out. <laughs> and Seren's a fucking drunk bitch, and then Jansen marries the qu- thousand-year-old queen. So who wins that win for? Well, Ming's a boring ass bitch, so Seren has more personality than Ming will ever have. Yeah. But anyway. And Ming has baby uh, boobs, so. Yes. <laughs> Great point. Awesome. Alright. <laughs> this is why uh, podcast is three hours long. Fucking Jesus Christ. You got uh, those things are veiny. You gotta notice that. What's that? It said you had to notice those things are super veiny. Uh, I mean, yeah, like I'm at, at the, I'm at the point in my life where I, like, I don't really give a fuck about that shit when I'm playing a game anymore. Like I'm trying to play a game. Like there's people that have the argument like, oh, they only play female characters because they want to look at their character's ass while they're playing a game. Really, if that's like when I'm playing a game, I'm playing a game. I'm not trying to look at a character's ass. If I want to look at some ass. I'll hop on my computer, pull up some points okay, well, or whatever. If you well, Google saying, Ming, I thought it was. Oh, if you Google, sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, like, I just noticed it and I thought it was funny. I wasn't like looking, like trying to get off on her tits or anything like that. I was just. Well, if you Google Ming Vini boobs, Lost Odyssey pops up. So there is people to notice these things too. Kujo. See, I noticed shit. That's all. Hey, I'm saying. Yeah, so he's more observ- he's more observant than you are, Nick. Uh, possibly. I mean, I I may have noticed them. I don't give a shit. So it's not like something I'm gonna remember. Like, oh, this character has veiny tits. I just thought it was weird. Great. If you're gonna give someone those big boobs, why make them so veiny? This made, it made me question the design choices. I just don't understand. Yeah. Well, once again, Kujo, when we get him on the show, that's like the fifth question we can ask him. <laughs> Maybe they're trying to be. Respectful women and not treat them as sex objects while also having a huge boob window. I don't know their design choices. They all had boob windows. What are you talking about? Well, like they're trying to be like, oh, she has veins on her tits, and then also you can see the tits. Like, I don't understand what the fuck the point of it is. It's somebody else said this is the thing we're doing, and we're doing it. I don't okay. know. They, maybe they have a fetish for vein tits. Could be. Very well could be. There probably is a thing of Pornhub, so... I thought it was a glitch or something. I don't know. But anyway, we're not talking about Lafonacy right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, the other part member is Morania, and she's it's like, uh, wood land raised by the nature character who is like super... It's like a guardian, right? Uh, well, she was... Guardian, and she's also like 
not very sociable. Like, she doesn't have to people, so she says, like, awkward things or whatever. Um, and that's the main mercenary group. Uh, you also meet, like, Zoran, who used to be a mercenary member, but then betrayed everybody. Yeah, I wish they did more with him. Like, they, he's in the beginning and the end. Like, I feel like they needed to do a little bit more with him. Wait, he's in, he's in the end? Yeah, he's a shop. Yeah, he's a merchant. Oh, 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 I guess I, I, yeah, I don't, you, I guess I don't remember. You were, you fucking checked out, dude. You checked out, like, at the end of the game. You're, like, fucking just getting through this shit. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna pick this game to play. Pops in for an hour. I was like, I regret this decision. <laughs> yeah. Like, you could have played uh, it, man. You could have played anything else, but you're like, I, just, I guess I'll just fucking play first it. First $80 I ever spent in my fucking life. Um, we also have, uh, you meet Lisa, who becomes like a pseudo member of the mercenary group kind of thing. Uh, but I'll talk about that a little bit later. You also like free this dude named Horace, who's a, like a local town uh, shopkeeper who like upgrades weapons and shit. You meet him, and he becomes part of your group for a little bit, and then also like during a side quest. And then at the end of the game, you summon him with these teleporter portal things. But. Uh, so go, but, um, I'm sorry. Very good. What do you say? I was gonna say the um, Therius or whatever. He's kind of a uh, off and on kind of side member at times. Right? Uh, I mean, kind of. But he's like he's a knight, and you you only have him around when you're actually like on missions doing knight shit. Really, right. like he never really joins the group. Yeah, like, you never. Like, yeah, you never can have any like, command controller around. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's just like to me, it's just like a, a, a guest character or whatever. Right. Um. So, like, you fight the stupid tiger off. Uh, it just runs away, and you go to town, and you go to the pub that everybody's staying at, and you kind of just fuck around in the town for a little bit. Then you get told you have a you got to buy dagger and that you got a new job, and you're working for the fuck with the health position. Uh, you're for the knights or something, like, right? The like, count. Yeah, you, you get yeah the count. You get hired by the count, and uh, you have like a night off to celebrate or whatever. And so Zale walks around town at night. There's like fireworks going off and shit. And you meet Lisa, who's hiding in a cart. And so you ask her what the fuck she's doing, and you say and she says like we got to run away, can't be here. And so you take her back to the pub, and everybody just hangs out with her. And the whole time, everybody like is like, "Hey, are you guys gonna fuck?" And he's like, "No." And it's like you're obvious. He's a, no. he's a fucking pussy. That's what he is. Well, it's a, almost it's like so obvious. Like, oh, this is like the princess character coming up like later in the game. Yeah, I've seen this one before. <laughs> um, so she's like, before the end of the night uh, happens, she's like, "Oh, I want to show you my special place." And you go mm. like this star gazing tower thing or whatever, and you look at the constellations. And Zale gives her his like lens heirloom that he got from his dad. And he's just like, I just met this chick five hours ago, but I'm gonna give her my fucking most prized possession. Here you go. And uh, then you go back to work. Hey, guys have done stupider shit for hot girls, but don't. And I guess, but he didn't do anything. Like, I guess normally, like, if somebody would do this kind of shit, like, they'd go in for the kill, you know? But he's just like, oh, here's this Hey, you can, go, you can go in for the kill, you just fall off the ledge. Oh, you, 
You get mad at fucking Jansen because he's too aggressive, and you don't like Zale because he's not aggressive enough. I mean, what do you want, Nick? I'm just saying, like, it was a mutual thing happening on screen. Like, both characters were mutually being like, oh, there's an attraction here. But, like, with Jansen, he he drugged... He tried to drug... He would have sealed, sealed that deal that night, I tell you that. He would have, sure, <laughs> but that's also rape. So, it's not quite the same. But... I mean, I guess maybe she gets off on that when they get married, and he has her put like pretend to put her to sleep, and she just lays there limp in the bed while he rapes her, and that's how they they get off. I don't know. Deep throne. Uh, Does she sing here? Because you're bitching about the singing. Is this where she she sings? Yeah, she like hums or some shit. I'm like, what the hell's up with these people in their games and like characters singing and shit? Like, whatever. in hindsight, it really aggravates you for some reason. But I was just like, "Fuck, man." Well, yeah, because I'm like, this is getting, like, this is dragging on. Like, this part was dragging on. Like, I really didn't give a fuck about the characters. And I was like, "Can I just go to the castle now, please?" But, you don't like uh, Lisa or Kalisa? Uh, or did at this point? Whatever. Like, I don't like romance in games. It feels like it's all tacked on. I really don't give a shit. So, anytime there's like this romance happening. Or whatever, and it's like not good romance, right? Like this, like it's like this is like two teenagers like flirting with each other kind of thing, and I'm like, I really don't care, or they could not care less. Please stop. Like I, I understand what's happening. I'm 30 years old. I'm done. I'm done with this. <laughs> Can we just please go on with the story, please? Yeah, I, uh, I hear you. And so, like, you finish the night off, you go back, and everybody's like, oh, what, what happened? And he's like, oh, she went home. And, like, the whole conversation is, like, she clearly doesn't want to go home. Like, she's like, please, can we go anywhere but home? Like, you want to run with, wanna run, run away with me? And he's like, that's irresponsible. You should go home. I'm like, all right. Ugh. Whatever. Anyway, uh, you go back to the par. Everybody's like disappointed that you didn't seal the deal with the chick or whatever because they're all like fucking whores, apparently. Like the whole mercenary group. Yeah. The people that talk to you are whores. So, from Miranda, so Miranda, she's you can barely hear what the fuck she says because you sound like a fucking mouse. Yeah. And she like is aloof and just off doing her own thing all the time. Yurik's in this bedroom jerking off with his little <laughs> magic creature thing, whatever. Dagran's off being an asshole. Um, so yeah, like not very, not very good. Uh, men, uh, people look to look up, look up to for this character. But uh, it's like the next day, you get your job, you go to the, the castle, and you get told you're being in charge of protecting, uh, like being security for this wedding between the count's niece and some random noble piece of shit from some other country somewhere. Is it is is, that, is it the actual wedding that's taking place that day, or is it just like a like a that's the ceremony? It, was it? Yeah. Oh. Like, cause it's been like you. If you walk, maybe around, I'm, I'm, they talk about how this wedding's been been planned for months, and it's finally time, and whatever. Uh, and so like that was the night before the wedding. So that's why Callista ran away because she didn't want to. Okay, fucking maybe I remember married. this at a time and just forgot. Um. So, like, you go there, Zale notices that the, the woman walking down the aisle in the wedding dress is Lisa. She gave her name as Lisa. She's actually Princess Callista. <clears throat> and you walk up. Like, she, like, leaves. 
Oh, well, maybe it is like the day before, but I'm pretty sure like she's in her fucking dress or whatever. You're oh, right. She's in, you're right. She's in her fucking dress. She's not in a like, wedding. I guess she's like... like in a blue dress that you get later in the game. So I don't think it's the the wedding. I think it's like they're announcing oh. the wedding. Maybe. Okay, maybe you're right. Yeah, because they do the, they do the wedding dress thing later. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. Oh no! Like what the fuck? She ripped the. the... I could have sworn she has a white dress that she ripped. Yeah, she does, and you oh. rip it, and then you find something different in her dresser. I'm pretty sure it's blue. It's blue. Is it? Like oh, bang- it's like a, it's like a, like a, like a very light blue, I think. I mean, you only see it for this part of the game, and then you get it as an optional like clothing to wear that I never put on. So I, I honestly don't remember what the fuck color it is. I don't know that it matters too much. But I remember it because I use that. I use that armor for her. So. Oh, okay. Because you can upgrade. Uh, it. You can upgrade it. Definitely, I used it too. Well, okay. <laughs> I gave her some stealth armor, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so she's like to do the ceremony for whatever the fuck it is, wedding, not wedding, announcement, whatever it is. And Zale notices sure. that she's upset, and she's like crying, and she like she excuses herself and goes off to the balcony to cry by herself. And Zale goes out there and talks to her, and then uh, the husband to be his name's like Jagger. Gerald? Gerard? 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 Jack, something. Jay something. I'm just gonna call him Jay. Because, fuck him. <laughs> like, he goes out it. there, he's talking to this chick, and he's like, Oh! You're talking to my fiance! Oh, you fucking scoundrel! I'm gonna kill you! And yeah, that voice actor calls, is terrible. Like, it calls the fucking guards up and shit. <laughs> and then you get attacked by the Gorak. Like Gerald! Gerald is his name. Troll, okay. Uh, and then, so these Gurek uh, <laughs> attack the ceremony. Um, oh, God. And you gotta fight them off. And, uh, like, so you protect the princess uh, from these, like, first couple dudes, and she's like, I'm gonna fight too, and rips her dress apart. And then Jeral, like, is a pussy bitch, and he's like, oh, you gotta protect me! And he runs away, uh, like, abandons everybody, because, of course, he is. Like, he's, he's such a trophy character, it's like... Yeah, oh, yeah. I fucking hate that kind of character in Japanese media. It's fucking annoying as shit to me. At least makes if you want to make someone annoying, at least make them semi of a badass. Well, that yeah. or like have him be not on the nose with his fucking machinations. Like yeah. he's still on the nose the whole game. Like I don't understand aside from him being nobility, like which I guess is the whole rule of law in this game world that he's just like literally in front of everybody being like. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. I'm setting this guy up. I'm framing him. Ha ha. Yeah, he sounds like a piece of shit the whole time. <laughs> okay, dude. And then, like, whatever. Dude, my, so, favorite, my uh, favorite part about him is that, he, that? Has a, he has a picture yeah. of himself in his bedroom. That's my favorite part about him. So. Yeah. Like, if you're going to be a little bitch, be like Littlefinger. At least be fucking goddamn sneaky about it so no one knows. Don't be fucking stupid and annoying. Yeah. Um. So he runs away, you fight your way out to the front of the, the castle, and like the big bad king of the Gurak comes and whoops your ass. Uh, and then you like you get knocked unconscious, and the princess gets kidnapped, and then you wake up, because Dagrin comes in and is like, hey, what are you sleeping on the floor here for? Uh, uh, and you're like, oh no, the princess got kidnapped. And like you don't know how long you've been knocked out, but apparently it's only been like 10 seconds, because you managed, managed to catch up to the... Um, the Gurak King, like as you go along Is this like cliff Zangarak, thing. I think his name. Zigarak or some shit. Yeah, Zangarak. Yeah, Zangarak. Zangarak. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what an original name. And you're like, you, you, th- and they make him think that he's a big bad, but it's so obvious that he, like, 
it's like you're trying really hard to make it focused on him that you're like there's gotta be something else like that's what i was thinking yeah. and maybe it's because we played, uh, i've played too many of these games or i'm old now so i'm like there's something else coming i just know it <laughs> yeah uh, and also, he also uh, mentions the outsider. Or like, oh, you have the outsider's power. Yeah. Two or something like that. So they're kind of like foreshadowing that there's something else going on. Yeah. Um, You're like, is there two outside? Like, you don't think that it's half of the outsider. You think there's another one. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, because they're really they're kind of vague about the outsider is at this point. Like, you don't know what the fuck it is yet either. Well, it's a fucking book, is what it is, Nick. That you read in middle school. Whatever. What? A book you read in middle school? You didn't oh. read The Outsiders? <laughs> no. No. It wasn't required reading for me. Oh. Well. Is that the one where, like, the, like, the vampire thing? No, it's the socials and the greasers. Oh, Nicole loves that. I was like, she made me watch the movie. Is that the one, like, Johnny Boy in it or some shit? Yeah. Is, like, is he the one that gets sta- murdered or something? Like, who's the one that gets murdered? And they're like, oh, Allie. we gotta get vengeance. Like, it doesn't matter. Oh. Uh, yeah, all right, yeah. Tony Boy is the main character. Johnny Boy is the one that gets fucked up. Oh, okay. Like, anyways, uh, we'll do an Outsiders like, review one day. Weird ass, thanks, thanks for the weird ass reference, Travis. Like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like you chase this Zandrak dude out, and uh, like he whoop, like he summons his outsider power, and he whoops your ass. And then, like, uh, Princess Callista is, like, descended from the A- Angoran bloodline or whatever the fuck it's called. And so they have super magical powers, and they somehow have some interaction with the Outsider. And so, like, Callista calls out to Zale when he's about to be decapitated and, like, gives him her magic and powers up his Outsider symbol thing. And he's able to fight off Zangarak, and Zangarak's like, Oh, well, I guess I'll leave the princess here for you for now. I got everything I needed. Because I guess they stole some books and shit over from the castle. Um, so, like, you save the princess. And uh, I think then you get put in jail. Because... Well, you missed uh, the whole part where they steal the ship. St- they steal the ship, and then they go... Oh, that's right, that's right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah like, you so like, oh, no, we, we can't let him get away. So you end up stealing a warship from the Garak that got left there. Kalisa comes with you, which is the whole... Yeah. Yeah, that's why... You... Yeah, okay, that's right. Um, and so you manage to get on board of the, the ship, and, like, conveniently, some of your mercenary party members are also were also kidnapped, and they're on the ship, so you free them. Um, and then you kill the Garak on the ship, and you kind of take it over, and you free all the prisoners that were there. Um, and then you have some like optional side quests you can do here for uh, Verania. Yeah, the, the ship kind of like, comes your hub there for a few hours, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like, if you do these side quests, you get more story beats about these two characters. Like you learn that Yurik's dad was uh, like a, sh- a ship captain for his village, and everybody thought he abandoned the village when it was attacked, but he actually like went out and was able to like fight this big ass monster that only his crew could kill. But like they they're um, fucking sail thing. I can't remember what it's called. Their mast got broken or something, and they were like kind of left just uh, stranded afloat. And then they all just like starved to death or something. Um, and then the ship crashed on this island that you're at. That you managed to explode the shipwreck and whatever we'll find all this info out about. And then Marinia, like you go to another part of the island where like the forest is dying, 
she tells you about how she was raised by a forest guardian who died and she took it upon herself to find out why the land's dying which i guess i forgot to mention is a big thing that's going on like there's plenty of like land in this world that's just like turning into ash i guess like all the life energy is getting sucked out of it and a big mystery for everybody is why this is happening global um, warming exactly <laughs> i mean pretty much is i guess <laughs> technically um I guess it's a good parallel for like uh, consuming all the fossil fuels too much yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, that's true. So uh, you do this, then you finally decide to attack uh, the main base, I guess, of the Garak. And as you're doing that, like the rest of the army from the island comes and joins the attack, like the knights and everything. Um, and you go there, you fight. Uh, you weigh up to the throne room, but the Zangrak dude's not there, I think. Um, or doesn't he run away? Oh, he's like, oh, you made it here, or whatever, and Dagran chases him off. He's like, oh, I'll go stop, I'll slow him down. And you fight, like, his pet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't well, remember like what a, it is. like a big golem or something like that, right? Uh, or is it, the, is it the fucking thing that rolls around a fucking ball? I think it's and... the thing that rolls around. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you gotta jump on its stomach and stab it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, so you fight that thing, uh, Dagran, you find Dagran, he's, his ass is, he gets his ass beat, because of course he did, uh, and then you, you all decide that, okay, you've done enough, time to go back home. And then you get back, and you're immediately arrested, uh, for <laughs> kidnapping the princess. And there's nobody like no tra- There's like, no, like, the, that one Duran guy is like, you, he kidnapped the princess, and everyone was like, yep. They're like. Yeah. yeah, this is like Kudo said. This is the worst fucking court system. Yeah, this is the worst like, this is... system ever. <laughs> well, everything's I mean... say. Because he he's not even any like he's not even fucking from this town. How does he have any power? Like you would think the count would be well, like. Uh... It's they explained in the game that uh, by random townspeople that he has like a high position on whatever place he's from. It's court, so he's lots of power back home. And the Count wants him to marry the Princess to have a blood tie so that he can actually control the guy from the shadows and have more influence at this cat, the, the home country, whatever, that they're from. So that's why he kind of lets him kind of get away with whatever he wants here, because he, he wants that... Like, he doesn't really give a fuck too much about what happens to Dale or anything like that here, because he wants... His, right, he just wants the power. He wants at least to get married so that he can control this dude from the shadows... And have all this power because he's super power hungry. Because he's a typical fucking power hungry old man villain from Japan. Yes. Um, so yeah, like Gerald's just like, oh yeah, he stole the princess, and everybody's just kind of like, okay, I guess the whole your whole group's getting arrested. Yeah, there's and... no evidence to support that you did, even though you like, just, you just <laughs> helped fight the fight the uh, Gurak and on their home base, and you helped win. <laughs> and you, yeah, <laughs> like the the night the night general dude's like there. He's like, yeah. We just work together to fucking kill these dudes, or like fight all these dudes, and he doesn't say shit. Um, and it's like you even get put in the jail, and like people come visit you, they're like, "Yeah, our hands are tied. You can't really do anything." And I'm like, "You could say, like the princess comes by, and she's like, I'm sorry." And it's like, you, "How about you say it was your idea?" Yeah. What the fuck, you dumb bitch. And then fucking uh, Zales, like he's like doesn't say what like anything. He just doesn't say shit. Like I didn't. He doesn't want to get her in trouble. He's like, I'm not saying anything. Yeah, they get so he gets like uh, interviewed or like that's not interrogated. <laughs> interrogated is the proper term. He gets um, whipped. What's that? He gets whipped for that bitch. 
Well, well, I'm saying like he gets interrogated first, and then like he does. They ask him questions, and then he like he doesn't want to implicate anybody, and then, so they go medieval on his ass. They're like, "All right, we'll make you talk." And they get some guard to come, some knight to come in with a fucking rod, and they just he just beats his ass, <laughs> and Dale just sits there and takes it, and like he's like on death's door at one point, and Rainia comes in and like, or they throw him back in the jail cell, and Rainia has to use cure on him. Maybe he maybe he likes it. He might. This uh, when do you like? Before, after you sneak, try to sneak out of the, <laughs> into the basement part with Horace, and then you get to the end, and you're like, oh, well, fuck it, <laughs> it's a dead end, let's go back to jail. Yeah, that, that was a, I was like, really? So stupid. This whole so stupid. What, this whole fucking dungeon, and then we're just gonna go back now? Uh, which, they don't yeah. explain how you get back to the hole you fell through. Uh, did they build a ladder? Like, I don't understand, like, how, like, how the fuck did that happen, like? Well, if they carried boards along the way, but they probably did build a ladder. Like well, if they built a ladder, so. they should have got out the hole then, the other side, like where they couldn't get out of. Like, I don't understand. Ugh. They probably just fast-traveled, man. Okay. Anyways, logic doesn't matter here in this part of the game. No, it's like, it's like whatever. All Everything's right. like so a plot stuff... device to move the plot around, along right now. So like the, you, you find something in there, though, right? Some book or something with the tombs. Why does why did he fucking think there was a way out to begin with? Like, why did he even think there was? Because Horus is like a, a ex. Yeah, I know. Was it, yeah, why did he think there was a way out? Because there fucking wasn't. Well, Horus is an idiot. <laughs> he, he's an archaeologist, right? So he knows old shit. So he knows there's the tunnels or the fucking the castle. And I guess my I guess the assumption is he thought that one of the paths would lead out. He acted like just... he knew what he was doing, and everyone just believed him. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking stupid. So, yeah, so you, back to... <laughs> you, get, you meet this NPC in the jail cell named Horace, and he's like, oh, I've been working on this hole in the wall to escape. Well, technically, you and met then... him before that. Like, you met him uh, if you go to a shop. You, like, have a little cut scene. Why was he? Why was he in jail? Because he was broken to the haunted house. To try to get his wife back, and they got he got he got caught because it's illegal to go there or something, and they threw him in jail. Oh, because of vampires. Because it's the worst legal system. Uh, instead of taking care of the problem, they just fence it off. <laughs> Don't go in the haunted house. <laughs> he probably didn't want to get his wife in trouble either, so he didn't say why he was there. Fucking. Uh, uh, so yeah, so like, well, even uh, when you meet him, like they say, "Haven't I met you before?" And I think there's there's, ex there's different dialogue if you never went to the shop, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Um, so yeah, like, he's like, I got a hole in this wall, let's, let's, let's escape. And then, like, some of your party members are like, oh, we'll just stay here. Like, like, okay, stay in the Delta, sure. They're like, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, be, we'll play cover for you or something like that. But, like, what, the, what the fuck are they going to cover? Like, where's Dale and the other four people that were in this jail cell? Well, uh, he's not here, he's not here right now. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're out at the moment, you want to leave a message? Like, what the fuck? Like, well, like I guess... they're gonna put, they're gonna kill you when they get you get found out that you let, like help people escape. Like what the fuck is well, the end the way game? they explained it is that uh what what's the other guy's name um uh, the Dad organizer Rand? guy Lowell he like yeah. sweet talks the guard so they're like buddies now or something and then the guard didn't say anything that's how they explain uh, it off. Okay. No, it like I was thinking um. It would have been cool if they had pulled uh, some Chrono Trigger elements and the stuff you did in the beginning with uh, Kalista kind of reflected on your court system. But, I guess. You know, because Sakaguchi was involved in Chrono Trigger. I was kind of thinking that they might actually go that way for some reason, but it never did. 
He had too much faith in Takaguchi, man. Yeah. I really did. Like, he came up with um, a great idea, but the, like, the meat, like, when it's, like, the, when it's just the idea, it's great, but, like, when he has to build, like, a whole, like, story, he has, like, a lot of holes that he can't fill himself. So. Yeah, he's a good creator. I'm not sure if he's a good fucking like, writer. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, like, you're gonna put this fucking, op- like, this, I can't even say optional, but, like, mandatory, like, Bullshit dungeon thing with Horus. You find something in the tombstone, like these, uh, like coffins or something. I can't remember what they are. Uh, but like you find this, I think a book that tells, uh, it has information about the outsider or whatever in it. Yeah, that's I, what it I was. Think. Um, and then you, you're like, oh, well, there's dead end. So you go back to the jail cell, and then you get Dagron shows up. He's like, oh, I'm working on getting everybody out. And then you get, uh, interrogated again and then like as you're being interrogated Gerald's like well he ain't gonna talk so we're just gonna execute him and he just still doesn't say anything and then the, the night general comes in and he's like oh actually somebody has to say something now and it, he brings Callista in and she's like it was all my idea don't kill him and then the fucking count comes in because like, he's made a deal with Dagran and he's like yeah what's uh, whatever, it's fine. Uh, just throw him back in jail. Well, it's because we'll he, he, that's how he finds out he has the, the mark of the outsider. And once he finds that out, he wants to use him for his power. Yeah, but he still gets thrown in jail by himself, right? Or something like that? And, like, Callista has to break him out, or is that later? No, that's later. That's the second that's time right. he's that's arrested right. for bullshit by Jarrell. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, they, go back so, to the, yeah. they go back to that fucking well again. I was so mad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the Count comes in, sits you free, and he's like, I'll make you a, a knight if you work with me or whatever, I think, uh, is what happens here. And so Zale and everybody's like, oh, yeah, this is great. We, we finally get to be knights. This is what we wanted. Um, and so you kind of, I think you talk to the general dude about apprenticing with him, and he's like, okay, but you got to do this trial first, see if you're worthy of being a knight. And like no, like he's like nobody's passed it in so many years. Usually everybody dies except for the fuck his name, Therian, Therius. Yeah, Therius. It's like they outlawed uh, it because it's so dangerous. But then why is it still there? Like it's just like the haunted house. They just leave things. Like they just close. Yeah. Them. <laughs> uh, I also thought it was funny that he's like, yeah, it's this, you have to do this to be a knight. But then there's like a whole castle full of fucking asshole knights that. Well, to be a true just, knight, to be uh, a true they, knight. They're not. They're not true knights. Fair, all right, fair enough. All right. Um, so you do this tower thing, and like you fight the guy at the top, and he's like, "Congratulations, uh, you're my apprentice." Oh, is that when you got to do the like, uh, like, the like escort, level? escort the ghost child, and then like fight all these enemies without touching? Uh, yeah. Poison or whatever. And then the like, oh, archers are archers are shooting at you. Let's fucking don't let this person die. Get across. Yeah, and then like, oh, you've got a room full of people like level eighty fighting each other. Yeah, don't okay. die. Well, you, you also forget. Like, don't forget that they off like not only did he offer him knighthood, they offered him Callista's hand in marriage, which is also like he's like, uh, I I I do like that, but. I, don't want it that way. That's how you like how it feels, you know. He's, hey. like, he's like, I'm not mad, but it's like, ew, like that. Like I don't want to have. It's, arra- it's arranged marriages. I mean, this is how they do it back then. 
I mean, they do it today still, too, some places. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Um, but, I mean, he's like, yeah, you and Calista will like this, right? And they both are like, yeah. But she's like, I don't want you to be a knight because it's not what it's cracked up to be. And he's yeah. like, well, I've been trying to be a knight for my whole life. Yeah, fuck off. He's like, he's, like, I want, he's like, I want to make a difference in the world. And she's like, that's not how it works. But yeah, you know, he's dumb and he doesn't believe her. And that's like, that's where I like a part of the story I do like where, you know, that's what a kid, that's how, what you are when you're a kid. You don't believe anybody. You never, you're always like, yeah, I'll figure it. Like, no, you're a fucking liar. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And then you find out like, oh yeah, this sucks. Like, that's what we're talking about with the whole police thing. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, Zale. Well, Zale also gets like talked into it by everybody because they're like, "Yeah, this is what we've been wanting." And Dagran's like, "We got to do it." Yeah, Dagran wants to. We've been working for it. Uh, like our whole life, we've been fighting on battlefields just for this moment. We got to do it. And so he's like, "Okay." Like you can, like they give you an option to say no, but then it's like, "Are you sure this is? Are you've been working on it for your whole life?" Yeah, it's a false option. Yeah, they have a couple of those. Um. And they're only dealing with the count or whatever. Uh, but yeah, so you become a knight apprentice, and then um, Gurak attack again. Uh, yeah, you get attacked again, but you also have to like go with Brania um, and somebody else. I can't remember to go like explore this like a restricted area of the castle where you go to this like alternate dimension so you can get the power of the cannon of the island. Uh, like an awaken that like using the outsider's power because it's like the ultimate weapon to make the the island a floating fortress thing or something um so like you do that and then you get attacked by the garak again and you fight him off uh and then this is where Jeral does something again and puts you gets you put in jail again no not and yet and not yet yeah, well, so what the fuck happens then? That's because... Astar, the 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 night that the the one night gets killed, and then um, they try oh, yeah, to blame right. they try to blame the attack. They, they try to blame Zale, but then uh, Dagrin basically frames Jarell, um, and then he goes to jail. Jarell Jarell goes to jail first. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So yeah, okay, uh, yeah, the Greg attack. After you've awakened the castle thing, uh, like you fight your way up to the where the controls are, I guess, or whatever, for the cannon, you find the general dead because he got stabbed in the back. And he's like, his last words are like, don't trust that man. And you're like, who? <laughs> like, yeah, we can why do people do this shit? Just give the person's name. But <laughs> uh, yeah, then Jarrell comes in. He's like, oh, look, he's a traitor piece of shit. Uh, he killed this guy, the, the knight general dude. And so you get thrown in jail. Uh, then Callista like breaks you out, and you meet Dagran, and he's like, "Oh, I got a plan," and he somehow like forges this agreement between the Garak using uh, Jarrell's like emblem or whatever, and leaves it on his desk, and you uh, find it, and then you give it to the Count, and he puts Jarrell in jail. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I was just like, he just gets thrown in jail. Like this Jarrell guy, just like, "Yep, he did this. Throw him in jail," and then everyone just listens to him. I was like, yeah, but you need on. actual evidence for him. So, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the count's like, okay, it's time for you to prove your worth. Like, swear your loyalty to me, whatever. 
Um, and then I think you get attacked again. No, you. The, I think you go. You go to attack the Gurak, and that's where things get weird. Right. Oh yeah, because he's like he. Well, yeah, isn't that when he's well, like realizing he's, that they're where, like, well, killing after, people? Well, after well after you get out of jail, that's when you can do like those other side missions where you can get like the ghost town thing, and then or the ghost house. You can get that, and then you can go to do this other other like underground mission. You know what I'm talking well, about? The what? So we fight the Kraken? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's right. Okay, yeah. Because then, uh, yeah, because then, like, the account's like, okay, we need you to work the island thing, and you go and attack the Gurak capital building place, but it's, like, abandoned. There's no soldiers there. And there's yeah, it's just there. women and children, right? Mostly. Yeah, and, and then the knights are like, oh, man, this is fucking great. And they just start slaughtering people who are non-combatants, and Zale's, like, walking around, like, this isn't right. This is not the the way I thought things would be, and Syringe is like, yeah, I ain't taking part of this shit either. And you guys kind of like walk around and watch the knights just murder people, uh, and then they like get all their valuables and like, oh, this is gonna be great. This would be nice when I have my fucking beach house and shit. And you're like, uh, okay. Uh, then you, get, you make it back to the throne room, and uh, is it, I think it. An ogre comes. Yeah, you find so an ogre. a bunch of something. A bunch of ogres come or something like, cause like the throne room is empty. Like, the head, pompous captain, knight dude, like, sits on the throne being like, oh, man, this is my shit now. And, like, you go with somebody else uh, up this elevator to do something else. I can't remember exactly what you do, but you come back down the elevator, and everybody gets attacked by the ogre, these ogre things, and you save everybody. Uh, and they, like, end the scene on, like, a funny note, because the ogre falls on the cap, the captain dude, and he's, like, squirming into the ogre, and you're like, oh, now you gotta promise not to be bad. It's like, anything, anything, as long as you save me. I'm like, okay, the fuck ever. Um, and then you go back to the castle, and Zale's like, he's done with his knight shit, and then the Count's like, okay, meet me in my chamber, and I'll swear you in as a knight, and you go well, up there. There's a part where they, where some, like, uh, you talk to Callista, and like, the sorceress ghost of, uh, the outsider, or whatever that, the, the girl that, like, Call the outsider explains what it is, and that's when you find out the outsider is like a extraterrestrial like rock thing, um, like a like an alien rock that like basically just sucks in power, like kind of right. Oh, that's right. So yeah, it's a, a world seed. World seed. Yeah, 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 yeah. That... So what it, I guess what it normally does is it flies to the universe and like takes energy from things, and then like crash lands and planets, and then like gives the energy to the planets and then leaves again and that, that's how like new worlds are formed or something yeah yep. uh, yeah the, the ghost person you meet is like the wife of the first uh agarin agarin dude or whatever who summoned the world outside. seed because there was a big worldwide war happening and they needed to, to for peace to happen and so they got the power of the outsider world seed thing and they used it to make this cannon that they use to intimidate everybody else, like kind of like a nuke. Yeah. So they would stop fighting, and then they found out that the world seed was draining the energy out of the planet, so they split it in half to make it not do it as quickly, and they put one half in the bottom of the island, and the other half the Grek got somehow. Yeah, because they, um, they just buried it in some random location instead of like putting it in a safe location, because that, that was yeah, that was a smart thing to do. And it's not even like they wanted to be. 
to have it be separate so like the powers were weakened, but then they put it like a couple kilometers away. It's not even that separate. Like, <laughs> like okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so you find out about the stuff, and then I think you fight. Like this is where you're supposed to get knighted by the count, and you say no, and then you go and try to liberate the outsider. Like like you go into the depths of the castle. Uh, and then like you work with the count for some reason, even though yeah, he's like, if you if, if oh, because this is where you get attacked again by Garak, I think, but they have their own cannon now because they linked up like they every time they attacked before they stole research and stuff. Yeah. Uh, from the castle. And that's so where they have their own. They all went, the can- yeah, they all went to build their own like cannon. That's why all the women and children were kind of like a Trojan horse type thing. Yeah. Um, so they put their guard down. Yeah. So you got. Uh, there's other cannon coming at you, and the count's like, the only way to fight back is to power the this cannon, but we have to go down and find that outsider and use its energy source to like power it up and shoot the cannon, and it's not responding to something. So like, you get down there, you find the outsider thing, and the count just like starts attacking it to piss it off, and it like summons this guardian beast that you have to kill, and then uh, it uses... Uh, the count like somehow manages to get the thing to fire the cannon and it sucks up a lot of energy out of the island because it's not attached to the mainland anymore and like the island starts falling apart and then the count gets like trapped or like destroyed by the outsiders like energy being released or something and then like you get a cutscene of the other dumb shit the what doesn't he like fall in the hole where the outsider was and die basically no, he like he, start, he's, he keeps attacking it, and like this energy blast comes out while the rest of the party's just like uh, we're fucking leaving. <laughs> okay, yeah, he just goes crazy. Uh, Is it with a count? Yeah. Does he die? Or I got that in my notes. Did he die? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah he he's died. dead. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, the the when the Gurak cannon fires at the island, and then you guys, I think you get over to the island, right? Because you have to like, oh, we have to, the only way to stop it is to we have to stop the outsider over there. So you go to their fortress thing, and you make it to the outsider, which is red, and the other one's blue. And this one's got, like, swords and shit in it, and they're like, oh, looks like they pissed it off, too, to get its power out. And then you fight the Guardian Beast from this one, and you manage to, like, calm down the outsider here, somehow. The other half, Um, yeah. And then I think you stay on this this fortress and you go to try to fight the Xanagarak, Z- right? Yeah, you want to fight Xanagarak. Um, and so, yeah, like, on the way up, like, your party gets split up. Uh, Callista gets kidnapped again. Um, oh, and the whole time, uh, like, before all this happened, uh, when you tell the Count no, Dagran tries to stop you, and then, like, just, like, lets you go, and you never see him ever again until the end of the game. Yeah, like, there's, uh, a, there's a part in the time... How, how do you... He comes and talks to you, and he's like, I, and he's like, tr- kind of tries to talk you out of it, but he knows you too well. And he's like, I had to give it a shot type thing, but I know you're going to do what you're going to do. Type, you know, he gives you that kind of sp- talk. Yeah. And then, then he's like, then, yeah, he never, you never see him, like, when the whole, like, Garak are attacking. He's not, like, nowhere to be found. Well, that's also, I think, part of his plan from the beginning. Like, he knew Zale wasn't going to do it. Because it's too much of goody two shoes kind of person. Yeah, a bitch. Dagger is He's all a bitch. about like <laughs> Dagger's all about getting that power because it's whatever. Like we don't. I don't think we learn about his past traumas or anything. But like, 
uh, Zale's past traumas, uh, like when the knights are destroying, like just attacking all the civilians, like he gets flashbacks to when he was a kid and like bandits came and just killed everybody in his town or whatever. Yeah. So like his whole thing is like he wants to be a knight so he can protect people because that's what he thinks knights are supposed to be doing. And so watching them just, just fucking being not any better than ba common bandits is like one of those like dividing moments for him or whatever. Yeah. Well, isn't um, Dagger's whole thing is that he carries around two swords, but he never uses the other one? Uh, yes, because he couldn't use it when he was he couldn't use it when he was younger, and now he just keeps it on him at all times, even no, though he can that's... use it now. No, if you uh, there's like a I don't remember where you find out about it, but basically like they when they first became mercenaries, they bought that sword because they thought it was super powerful, but then they found out it was just like a like a okay, it was something like yeah, so it's this piece of shit that he carries around. It's with an ornamental him. sword, so they they use it as a reminder of how naive or something they used to be, or, you know what I mean? Oh, that, I missed that somewhere. Yeah, and that's why he always, don't 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 worry, you weren't missing much. <laughs> and that's why he always wears it, uh, but he never uses it. He's like Geralt. He's like Geralt from Witcher Three, but fucking a dumbass. But then you can like upgrade it, like in New Game Plus. I read where it can be super powerful. Like he gives it to you at the end of the game. But... Yeah, it's like the second strongest weapon besides the lance you get from Xandrak. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, so like, like you fight your way up the tower. Like you fight the the like second command, like the left, uh, the like twins. the left and right hand. Yeah, hand the, the twins. The, yeah, the twins of Xandrak. And one of them kills Lowell. Um. But he can't bring him back because he's too far gone. Apparently. Yeah, that's, how, oh. how are the stupid shit works in this game? What? Like, you oh. don't need to understand it, Nick. Yeah. Well, it's fucking Dagran revives him, so whatever. Um, <laughs> so, like, you go and fight Zangarak. Oh, before this, like, your whole party gets split up. Like, there's like three you... to go into. Oh, can and, you keep fighting that battle after Lowell dies? Like, cause, or can you that battle just goes on forever? Because it looks like you can keep on fighting instead of running out of there. But I don't you know if you actually can anything special. You can beat. Oh, him. Okay. Yeah, you can beat him if you want to. Yeah, you know, but you don't get like you just get some more experience. But like, it's like the second to the last battle, so you don't really need any. Yeah. Thing. It doesn't give you that much experience. It's just like, oh, that's it. Yeah, like you don't you gonna you don't get his weapons until you're running back out after you kill the final boss. Yeah, and you're escaping. It's just on the ground. You gotta pick him up. Uh, but yeah, so like you go fight Zangarak, and you're first you fighting him one on one, and he's like already like pretty much apparently mortally wounded Callista, and she's like floating in the air or something, and he's like taking her magic through her blood to power himself up with the outsider power or whatever, and like you fight him for a little bit. And then, like, your party comes back, and they help you out, and then Callisto gets rescued, and, like, your whole group's fighting this guy, and you have to, like, use his spear against him to break his barrier so you can actually damage him. Um, and then you kill him, and Dagrim shows up, and he's like, so, yeah, I'm just going to take all his outsider power, power now. And yeah, he is, he's been gone for ten fucking hours, so you don't suspect that maybe he's a bad guy. Yeah, you don't see, you're like okay. He's either a bad guy, or, he's <laughs> or like Xbox. or they really botched this writing and he died and no one cares. It's either he's like the bad guy, or he's gonna like ex machina the shit and like save you at the very end. Well, I thought two what ways was, like, what happened is like he was trying to take over the 
castle or something. So I thought like you'd kill this boss and come back, and he's like, "Oh, I'm actually the ruler of the castle now." Ha ha. Yeah. Not like, I've actually been in this enemy castle this whole time by myself, and I'm taking this guy's power because I want ultimate power. And he like turns into this fucking like bug demon thing, something. Uh, and, like kick his ass, and he dies. But before he dies, he uses the last of his powers to revive Lowell. And, like, everybody's just cool letting him die. And then the whole castle starts falling apart, because that's how the shit works in games. Like, oh man, there's nobody with the fucking power to keep the, the castle together anymore. It's falling apart now. So you escape the castle, and then you get back to the castle that you're supposed to be at. Um, and, uh... You gotta do some extra shit to get to the epilogue, but then you go back to the Stark Tower thing with Callista, and like the rest of the surviving members of the mercenary group are there, and you uh, release the Outsider because you've somehow gotten the two halves back together, and it like shoots off back into space. Yeah, there's a side quest where you can marry Callista, like at the grave of her parents, which is weird. Okay. So uh, that was a thing. Like, yeah, I just wanted to be like you, get, you like go with just Calista, you like you and Calista just go by yourselves, and then like your party just shows up behind you, like after you just follow the monsters, and, and you're like, "What the fuck? You could have helped me fight all these monsters off." They're like, "Uh, you guys are having a moment." <laughs> all right. And then they get married. Yeah. There's like another side quest too. Where you the, go, I would. What? Uh, I'll say I like the part at the end where, because this doesn't happen in a lot of games, where Zale asked kind of like Lowell, like, oh, do you think Dagger really, like, was our friend all along? And the old is pretty much like, yeah, I'm not really, I can't answer that motherfucker, but, you know. He's like, like he doesn't, they don't really try to, like, you know, make it seem like, oh, he, he kind of was good. He just kind of did one wrong thing, like, you know, like they do with fucking Crow and trails of shit they're pretty much like yeah he, he was kind of a fucking piece of shit but you know it is what it is they're like yeah he was a piece of shit but he did bring us together it's kind of how yeah probably kind of like yeah he if it wasn't for him we wouldn't have our friendship but he also was a bag of dicks so right yeah so the, I, I do like they don't sugarcoat him being a uh, fucking because like, i hate it in fucking media especially japanese media where like they do that shit. Like, this motherfucker's been betraying you the whole game. It, like, causes all these deaths or a war. Well, like, through the oh, power well. of friendship, we can turn them back. Yeah, yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, speaking of things, I totally forgot to mention Dural uh, somehow meets up with Zangarak, and Zangarak, like, notices that he hates fucking Zale. Yeah, like, for a split second. It's when they come attack the castle again and the, the, everyone in the jail gets, like, let out, and then Dural's, like, there, and you, like, have to fight his dumbass. Yeah, on the because like you're on the you're, you're escaping the castle and you get like knocked into the water with Callista. Yeah, and like you get water. picked up on a boat, and it's a boat of Garak with Jarral, and you whoop his ass, and then the Jarral just like uh, or the Garak are like oh, fuck, and they like abandon ship. Yeah, they jump <laughs> off the ship. They jump off the ship. Yeah, but Zale acts like he's like he doesn't want him to die. I'm like fuck this motherfucker. Uh, right? He's like. He's corrupted by this fucking evil energy shit, and Dale's like, oh, I can still save you. He was a piece like, of shit before this. He was a piece of shit before yeah. this. <laughs> he's talking, like, talking all crazy, like, revenge, 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 ah! And he's like, okay, man, he's too far gone. There's no way you're saving this dude. Yeah, like, fuck, stop this motherfucker in the eyeball. He caused all his own problems. If he would have just left uh, Zale alone, nothing, none of that would have happened. 
Or like even befriended the dude and then just like stabbed him in the back later, like dagger and like come on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean gotta be smart about the shit. So uh, yeah, exactly. that's that's the story. Alright, so uh anything you guys liked or disliked? I guess we'll start with Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> um I did I did like the overall uh idea of the story where um you kind of like you have an idea what you want to be in life and then when you get there it's not everything it's cracked up to be i um that's kind of what i took from it and you know there's like dumb stuff that happens in the story that doesn't make sense like the whole going to jail thing and um some other dumb shit that happens um are you getting feedback right now a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I heard like static there for a second. <clears throat> Anyways, yeah, uh, I think it's fucking Travis. <laughs> yeah, Travis is probably taking a piss again. No, I mean I thought you made it my hearing you. I mean you've gone in and out a, a little bit here and there, but nothing crazy. No, I heard a bunch of static. That's what I heard. Oh, that was yeah. I don't yeah, know I what heard that was. Too. Um. Anyways, uh, yeah, I like the overall theme. Um, I like the characters. Uh, they weren't. I mean, they they all most characters like I've come to accept the fact that most characters in RPGs are gonna start off pretty tropey, but if you can kind of build on it or explain it, uh, I kind of forgive that, you know. Like oh, at least he did something else with it, and most of the characters they did that with, you know, like or they at least had like a a little bit of a character arc where they kind of uh, changed for the better, or you know. So I feel like all the the main group did have that. Um, so I did like that. Um, but yeah, like the main like plot was kind of full of holes and didn't make sense uh, for a lot of the part of it. Um, and so it was that part I didn't like care for so much. Uh, but overall, I mean, I thought it was it, it caught, kept my interest and the characters kept me going. Like, you know, like you were talking about earlier how throughout the game they are talking to each other and commenting what's going on it's not just like here's a spot point here and here's a dungeon and here's a plot point it's like all kind of woven together pretty good so i did enjoy that part of it um but yeah uh i think it's average so a little bit i feel it's a little bit above average because some of the themes and um they kind of do rise above most of the tropey characters to the point so i I think it's like a three and a half. Okay. Uh, what about you, Travis? Um, likes for the story. I do like how it's not uh, overly like weeby and anime, which I've ranted about enough in the other podcasts. So, I mean, that part I did enjoy, which, I mean, Final Fantasy, he's the creator of that. It's never really been too much of that shit going on that side. So that was cool. I liked some of the characters at times, but I just, I don't know. I guess I just wasn't enjoying the game, the combat, and the rest of the shit to really get too deep into the characters as much as I should have. Uh, for dislikes, uh, I mean, like, like you just said, like the whole, and this, some of the stupid shit draw was annoying as hell. Um, the, the twist with Dagrin like being the big bad or whatever um, was it was kind of obvious, but I I didn't know that he was the fucking one that killed the uh, the night dude some other shit. So there was a few little inter- interesting twists along the way that 
Yeah, there's some things that you can tell that are going to happen, and some things are like, oh, okay, that's that's interesting. Yeah, so I mean, the dislikes are pretty much just the holes. I mean, I didn't hate I didn't hate the story. I just I think I hated the the rest of the combat and the gameplay enough to where I just couldn't get into the story. So I don't, I don't really have that many dislikes for the story itself, other than holes and stupid shit. All right, I will, I will, uh, I'll give it a three out of five. Yeah, it's like yeah, there's like the plot holes are like you know yeah, to suspend disbelief like that's not logical. You know what I mean? Like the whole yeah the whole stuff. You're like it's not a very. It's also it's not a very long game, so I mean yeah, it's not like it's a what well, even if you do everything, I think I put thirty hours into it. You know what I mean? Like so you could probably, right. If this would have been a sixty-hour fucking story, it probably would have been a lot fucking worse. But since yeah. they kept it a lot short and linear, it, 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 I think it flows pretty decent at times. The only thing I think they could have added was more of like backstory with the group getting together. They could could have done a chapter like a flashback chapter of how they like, kind of they become friends or become a, like a like a because sol- you're supposed to believe like they're a solid team, you know. And, yeah, like, it, I think if they would have done that better, I think the story would have been, like, great. Yeah. Really, despite its holes. But, like, I mean, the characters and their interactions would have been cool. Yeah. And not that it's not bad at times, but, like, Seren and Loyal, like, their whole little thing, like, I don't know, it just, to me, didn't really feel that good until the very end. Well, I kind of saw yeah. it started, like, I saw the seed of it, like, she gets jealous or, like, they kind of, like, um go at each other a little bit you know like not flirty but just kind of like make fun of each other and then if you yeah. go to the coliseum a lot um they're out there like they do the first coliseum with you i think and then they're like every time like there's a new coliseum thing they have a little scene out there in front of it where they're like talking about how they just did the call like they uh, i think at one point they lost a match with, by themselves i don't know there, there, there's a couple of moments where they're, they're yeah i'm not doing anything i mean I- I would like more uh, heart-to-heart moments, maybe with other characters with Zale not around and shit like that to kind of like to get more camaraderie with the group. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, it's still, it's, yeah, it's not bad. Well, I like their optional chapters, so I feel like there could have been a couple, like you said, where like there's an optional chapter, like let's reminisce about this time and you kind of go back and like relive a, a mission they did before. Where they like were first getting together as a group, or something, somebody did. I mean, yeah, like, and Kuja said, I guess there is some of that. I mean, I guess this isn't really a, like, but like, why couldn't you put more of that shit in the in the uh, main like you story could, though? You could have took out like the haunted house and put that in there instead. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Yeah. Right. Right. Like I shouldn't have to like that should add a lot some shit on top of the interactions, but. I feel like they could have added a lot more into the main plot, really, but whatever. Yeah. I guess they, me, probably, they probably didn't realize the strongest part of the story was the characters, and they probably thought the the main story was really good, and it's more average, you know, and tropey. Yeah. So I think they kind of bought into their own shit, and they didn't think they needed to. I think yeah, they, probably. They probably thought they sold the group, and th- for the most part they did, but I think they could have solidified it better. Well, yeah, there's... So, like, they expect you to have, like, an attachment to a lot of the characters. Like, when Lowell died, like, I'm assuming they're, like, expecting the audience to be like, oh, my God, and be devastated. But, like, you don't really 
like he's half the game he's not in your party yeah yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying there's, there's not enough it's not like when fucking eric dies in final fantasy 7 where you're like she's been with you the whole fucking time and you've had 20 hours of caption to her you know and you like her as a character like she has actual like right. she's done herself like she has her own agency and you experience the agency on screen yeah where you see she's like been compassionate towards people or like she's she's gone through a bunch of trauma yeah and you've, you've been there to experience it whereas like with lol you get like a throwaway like you, two minute conversation with him in the in the pub upstairs where he's like yeah you know uh my first love died and then i got a new love and we are almost married and she died and then i got somebody else and then we got really close and she died so now i'm just a man whore like, yeah, and that part it's like not even like you can miss, you can miss that because there's only like a short window where you can see that scene. So it's like, yeah, the, why do the that? Best shit? Heart, the best part, the best part to shit with him is, is him and Serena like at the very end. And I'm like, oh okay, like why couldn't I get more of this in the last 25 hours? Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Like I know that like the interactions they have seem like buddy buddies. So when they're like, actually, uh, I think I love you or whatever. Like I'm gonna let's get married after this. Yeah, it's like oh, what the fuck. Okay. They didn't. They didn't bridge that gap good enough. Like you could see, no. you could see like the starts of it, or like partially. Like oh, they might have a thing for each other, but, um, or she gets mad about Lowell or doing something at one point. You're like, okay, she has more than just friendship feelings for it. Like I, there's parts of that, but you can miss them. Um, also, uh, the one that she finally like gets really upset that he died it's like okay no i didn't see that much like i could see that she liked him but i was like in love with him you know what i mean yeah so i just feel like i feel like when, yeah when that happened i'm just like okay like uh all right well let's carry on with the story <laughs> I, told you all, I was like oh man finally he's dead and he won't heal any more fucking enemies fantastic <laughs> did you get motherfucker fucking bitch uh yeah so for me uh i kind of like i kind of agree with you guys like i liked how quick the pacing was uh like there wasn't a lot of downtime with shit like as long as you're following the story like it was giving you the things to kind of keep you invested in it um the the character development could have done some work like they they kind of tried with some of the characters like you get the optional quest with yurik you get the optional quest with morania and then like that's it like you don't really like these tertiary characters that you don't have any they don't have any impact on the plot at all like you just kind of see them around town sometimes and they're in their bar and like then then you get these whole like subquests with them they give them like these these backgrounds that you're like oh this is who they are as people but then that's it like you don't interact with them in the plot anymore like there's at one point like you're walking in some hallway and the general is talking to Morania and like they're obviously plotting something and then, like, they walk away. They're like, oh, nothing's happening. And then you find out later, like, they're actually doing research on, like, how to access the outsider chamber and all this shit or whatever. And it's like, okay, why didn't I see that in a cutscene or something? Like, that's right. cool stuff happening. And you're just like, it's a throwaway comment. Like, you hear, like, you overhear, like, passing down the hallway. Like, okay. Yeah. He's whatever. the piss poor job of building the characters. Uh, throughout the game and i feel like that well, that piss poor but it just didn't do enough yeah, yeah i mean it was worse um, it was worse than lost odyssey like that's kind of like my problem with that game like i didn't buy the characters they were just thrown together i mean at least this one's way better like league's better but i think that's maybe his weakness is like the character building yeah 
I mean, I feel like the dreams to me helped it a lot more in Lost he Odyssey. He didn't write the dreams. That's the thing. Oh no, no, yeah, well, yeah, I'm just saying. But I think the the dreams themselves helped me buy into the characters, especially Com and Lost Odyssey, a lot more than I bought into the characters in this game. I, I kind of, to me, it made it worse because like the calm in the dreams was not the same as the calm in the game. The calm in the game was just like a one note, like silent protagonist type guy. Oh, yeah. Well, that's pretty much ninety percent. JRPG fucking protagonist. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'll just I think we've said a lot about this, so I'll just give it a three out of five. And what'd you give it, Kujo? Uh I gave it a three and a half. I, I thought it was a little bit better than average. Uh, I think it's it's uh, for me, like I said, like the characters kind of bring, help it rise above the the material. But the material, like the characters, could have gone even farther. So that's why I kind of like it's a little bit above a three. Alright, so second musical break. Um, my choice, and it's going to be, I think it's the boss name. It's called Evil Beast. Uh, so you hear it a couple times. And, uh, as far as I can tell, it's like one of the only upbeat songs. Or, like, I guess, not upbeat, but like fast beat, high end. A lot of BPMs or whatever. So that's why I picked it. Thank you. 
Alright, so. Visuals. This should be a pretty short discussion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, well, I, I mean, it looks a, okay. I have a couple things to add on the visuals, but yeah, nothing substantial. Uh, I think my biggest issue with this is like you fight a lot of the same enemies, and it's <sighs> so you, like you don't really see a lot of enemy variety. It's a lot of the same shit. Like the only real variety you get is like bosses. Yeah. Uh, because like you have like three, there's like three main enemy types you fight. You have like reptids or whatever. You have Gurak, and then you got people, and uh, they all are pretty much all like you're fighting one person you're fighting the same like you unless you're a special character like a boss character like you fought that guy before kind of thing yeah and... i don't think really like maybe i don't remember there's not really a lot of color in the game either right it's everything is kind of like i feel like there's a good enough color um i think uh, it depends where you're at but i definitely kind of agree because each zone has one color scheme and you're in those zones for like an hour sometimes yeah, uh, like the Karak base is like all brown walls and lava, and like it's it's all you see for a long time. And then like if you're like in a erupted cave, it's like a cave. It's brown. Yeah, everything just seems <laughs> just kind of meh to me. Like I don't know, like it's like maybe it could just be the actual polygons and all that on like, the Wii. And... Even the well, even the castle town itself is mostly a lot of browns. Like you have the water, like but there's not a lot of a lot of greenery or anything. Uh, so I kind of yeah. see what you mean. Um, all right, I, I mean, I guess I'll go first for this shit. <laughs> um, I think the graphics were okay, like for oh, like a Wii game or whatever. Um, like oh, the character designs were good. Like the artwork, whenever there was artwork, is phenomenal but yeah. that was kind of like a rare thing like is most it, of it um, was done with in-game assets the the guy that does the art does did he do all the final fantasy art like the older stuff or is he like someone different uh, i don't think it's um it's, fuck, what's his name it's uh, kimiko fujisaka no it's uh fuck what's the goddamn guy who does uh yeah it's, it's definitely not the guy that final fantasy i forget his fucking name um goddamn what are yeah that guy's art or like the artwork is like really good so if they if they made a like remake this game and use like the character models based on that artwork i think the game will look awesome amano is the guy who does final fantasy he's like really fucking well known but yeah i think the, the art in this game is critical too okay so uh fujisaka does work for the uh dragon guard near series okay oh. so uh, that's why it looks really good because that art from those games is fucking phenomenal too. And I guess he also did the art for Fire Emblem Awakening, so that's cool. Oh, yeah, it's better than, than Fates, I guess. But you could definitely tell if the Final Fantasy guy did the art because it would look like that really old, like, in mind, uh, like watercolor. I'm Shit. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Amano's art. I know, but I don't know shit about art. But a lot of people adore him, and I just, I just always thought it was too like accessorized for me. To me, the faces look fucking weird on all his characters that he draws. Um, it's just weird. It bothers me a little. Yeah, bit. I just don't. I, I like the guy who does, um, who does with Worship Matsuno for the Final Fantasy Tactics and Van, uh, Megan Story. Like I, that guy. Oh guy's... yeah, that stuff's way better. Yeah. 
But I mean, I feel like if you're like have a really, I don't have a really good eye for art. I think people look at Amano as like this, you know. People who love art love him. I just, oh, I'm you know, I just that respects pe- uh, art that's more realistic looking. Like yeah. artsy fartsy kind of shit. I'm just like whatever. Yeah, like, I just yeah. like I, I don't I don't pre- I can't appreciate because I don't like just I guess I just don't give a shit enough to or yeah. understand art enough or whatever. Yeah, anytime somebody tells me like you have to like self reflect or like make your own interpretation from it or whatever, like I don't do that shit in my life. So you right. fuck off of that. Like just show me something that takes actual skill to draw or whatever, and I was like, all right, that's fucking that's art for me. That's phenomenal. But. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, I mean, the game looks nice for me. Nothing really stands out as like awesome looking. Um, like the character designs are okay. Like some of the clothing options are like whatever. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate that you can change your costume depending on what you equip. But, like same thing with, like with the weapons or whatever. But like that's not like a selling point for me personally. Uh, so I'll just kind of give it a three because it's uh, whatever. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and give it a three. I don't really dislike anything about it, but I don't really particularly think anything's that great either. I mean, the art, the concept art for a lot of the characters is cool, but that's not actually in the game. So, well, uh, yeah, the like you guys said about the art, I really liked it. Um, the you know the tutorial cards that pop up. Like that has like that art, yeah. that art, you know. That's what I'm. That's what I'm basing it off of. And I thought like right. those designs are really cool. So um, I wish they had more of that. Like I mean, for Wii, like taking that and making it a Wii game. Like I think they did a pretty decent job. Um, like I said, if they did a remake, I think it could be like really good. If they, like I said uh, earlier about the uh, backstory of the characters, I think that could be a really good idea for. For a remake, if they ever, if he ever cared to do it, um, yeah. Well, apparently, he didn't give a shit about porting because he didn't port it to Wii U like the other two Operation Rainfall games. I I don't know. Like uh, maybe it's hard to. You probably have to do a lot because you got to get that crossbow shit kind of for a modern console, which is probably just take it out of there. <laughs> he probably didn't give a shit about reporting to the Wii U because the Wii U didn't sell worth a fuck, and he probably figured it wasn't worth his time. <laughs> Well, like with the Switch, though, you could probably... Switch, yeah, I mean, the Switch would be uh, uh, something if he actually gave a shit, because that's selling like hotcakes, so... But, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a three and a half. Alright. Potentially for more if they ever redid it, so... Okay, uh, so now we'll move on to music and voice acting. Um, mm. The composer is, apparently, Nobuo Uematsu, uh, yes. but... In my opinion, it doesn't sound like anything that Nobuo Uematsu has done before, because uh, there's always at least a couple songs in each of his other games that like really stand out to me. But for this game, most of it was just serviceable, I guess. Like, I don't. I hear. I hear. Well, uh, like it wasn't grading, but re- reading this Wikipedia, Wikipedia, um, it's saying that he had a hard time composing this one. I guess three of his initial pieces were rejected, and then he probably got. I think he got pissed off. <laughs> so he just fucking phoned it in. I think he kind of phoned it in. Like he's like, well, it wasn't like I guess he probably had a, 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 a you know, how artists are they have an idea for what it should be, and when someone tells them no, they're like, fuck you, then um, this is what this is what you get, 
It'll be yeah. it'll be close to what you want, but it's not going to be like amazing. And I think that's kind of what happened. So. Okay. Oh yeah, it looks like he said that he stated that he might leave his music still did not fit on the second attempt, but he did and he remained as a composer. Yeah. So yeah. He, uh, yeah, it looks like he said he was having a hard time trying to fit in Sakaguchi's image for the game with his music style. Which doesn't really make any fucking sense to me about Sakaguchi was like being kind of a pain in the ass about it because it's not much different than any fucking thing else he's ever really done as far as like the story itself. Yeah. Gameplay is different, but his other his shit is still like traditional Final Fantasy story type. I think what, so. probably what it is it's like they got old. Like like you know the, the older you get, the harder it is to like come up with new things. You just keep doing rehashes of what you already are good at. Well, yeah, Nabio, he's done like I have I have this problem with him, which is not his fault, but um, he does, he's done so many games that like some of his shit gets watered down can't come up with so much great fucking music. You, you can only can't. have so many good ideas, and then it's like, I can do right. the greatest hit. It's like every band ever. It's like, what, the first yeah. two, two or three albums are great, and then maybe, like, they have a long period of, like, shit. You know, it's not that good. And yeah, then, no band can have 20 good albums. And then they finally not have like, another good one because it, they had, like, the struggles of life, you know? Yeah. And then they have another good run. But it's like, you can't just shit out good runs all the time. You just, you gotta have your ups and downs, and I pro- it's probably part the, of it. It's still the main I mean, battle. I think it's still decent, you know, but like, you know, bad for him is decent. <laughs> the main battle yeah. theme was seven minutes long. But broken into small pieces varied depending on situations. It could be cute in the battle, depending on what was happening on the battlefield. I didn't fucking realize it was that long, but. Huh. Yeah, me either. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like one of those things where, like, maybe his first couple, like, attempts were, like, great for Final Fantasy music, but then Sakaguchi's like, we're not doing Final Fantasy. That's yeah, because Lost Odyssey basically was a Final Fantasy game. That, yeah, that sounds like a more, uh, probably what happened. He's like, dude, we did Final Fantasy our whole lives, I don't want to fuck another Final Fantasy soundtrack. And they're like, fuck you, this is what I'm good at. <laughs> I yeah, the problem yeah, like, is, fuck you, that's what I write my whole life. Actually, good. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Is like, this is just mediocre. Like, it's like, like you said, it's not bad. Like, you can listen to it, but it's 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 like it sounds like it's wannabe classical music without like the heart and soul of like something. Yeah, it's like, hey, uh, I know you're a good uh, rock musician, but I want you to play classical on this one. And you're like, well, it's not what I do. But I don't. I'm not going to be good at this. This is this is definitely the worst uh, game he's composed that I've actually played i mean i'm sure there's stuff out there that he's written that i'm not crazy about too because he's done so many games but as far as everything that i've played that i know he's composed this is the worst for me not that it's bad it's just like uh, i agree with nick it's just serviceable at at best to me now if they had gotten sakuraba on this shit that'd be that'd be (laughs) i there you go i think he's watered down too but he's got some great shit i mean I like I like most of the stuff. For the longest time, I thought only his uh, like Trice stuff was good, uh, but then I Dark Souls. Yeah, Dark Souls. Well, well, that's like this is like I'm talking about like a couple years ago, like before uh, yeah. came out. Like I was like uh, only his like the stuff he does for Trice is good, but then like I realized he did stuff for Trail or not Trails, Tales, Tales of, and that's why like I listened to that stuff more. And like I didn't like it as much as his like Trice works. Uh, but I still kind of like recognize his stuff in it. 
but then yeah he's i feel like he's really changed because like his dark soul stuff is way more like atmospheric and he's done up stuff for other games that i'm like like i kind of like hear his signature in it but it doesn't sound like the same stuff that he does if he works with like triace because try if you listen to anything he does like triace it's all yeah sounds samey like it's it's all different but like there's that signature that he has and it's like it prints all that music yeah, um, Masuda's that way too. I think. I hope you. A certain uh, I guess. Uh, did you like Final Fantasy VII remakes uh, music? Because I guess he did the main theme for that, which is basically Final Fantasy VII, but he redid it. But um, and then he did the Fantasian. Akaraba. But uh, no, either one, Nibio. Oh, Nibio. Oh, 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 Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't have a problem with Uematsu. Like, I like his stuff from like Final Fantasy VII and shit. Like, that's I. In my opinion, that's his best soundtrack he's ever done. Seven? Uh, yeah. Seven's my favorite. Seven's my favorite. I mean, I personally think... Uh, we, we probably have, like, seven. nostalgia. Seven. Like, expecting that, like, so, super bad. But, like, I can listen to almost every song on the Final Fantasy Seven soundtrack, even though it's not my favorite RPG. And, like, there's, like, 99 out of 100 of those songs are fucking bangers like it's <laughs> yeah. phenomenal yeah. seven six and four i think are all fucking like his his peak oh yeah yeah and then uh, i think i think eight's a great soundtrack but um it's just, oh it's just it's it's not maybe it's 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 more like re- like uh more like real piano music you'd hear in like a fucking piano bar some it's not as video gamey okay Oh, because there is a piano bar scene in eight. Yeah, he well he uses that fucking theme like twenty fucking times in that game too. Um, but he I guess Fantasian's gonna be his last one. Yeah, he has to, uh, yeah I'd heard that he can't really. Well, I think it's for sure gonna be his last full track. He says he can't really do uh, full soundtracks anymore. Yeah, well, I mean he's probably rich though. So. By the time he retires. Yeah, I think we looked it up when I was doing Lost Audio. I think he's worth like ten million, which is a lot for a fucking video game composer. Oh well. Uh, oh yeah, voice acting too. Um, I I'll say it right now. I don't it's garbage. Like, I well, it's not good, and I don't like uh, British accents in video games. I guess that, I'm a piece of shit. Sorry, people in the UK, but uh, you all know, voice actors. There goes our fucking UK listeners. Sorry, guys. Wait, them. wait, wait. I like British voice actors, and I enjoyed it. So. Come on back. <laughs> oh, good save there, Gita. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. We needed that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, the Dragon Quest games, um, like, I fucking hate the voice acting those. Uh, like, is it, it's, it's not bad. I'm sure it's not bad in Dragon Quest, though, because I'm sure that's a higher budget game, right? It's, it's like, like, the quality is decent or whatever, but I just can't. Like the the terms and like the words they use and shit, like it fucking grates. It it, for me, it's hard to understand sometimes. I have this problem. I watch like an uh, like a show that they speak English, but they're like well, from no, Ireland I'm... or some shit. I'm like, I don't know what this motherfucker's saying. Well, I like I like some British shows like Broadchurch and stuff, and like I watch other stuff like they like uh like Luther that they produce in the UK, and like they talk and everything's fine. Like they'll use their whatever like terminology and stuff that they have like their normal dialects and shit and it's cool it's all understandable no problems but when for some reason they're doing voice acting 
video games, it's like they have that Japanese syndrome where they have to like do some weird fucking accents on words, and like some syllables are just like stressed for no fucking reason, and like they draw out some like bad character traits out of the, in the voice of just I don't know. There's something like they do that just bothers the fuck out of me when I listen to uh, like British voice acting for video games, and so I. Uh, this is no exception. Alrighty, well, that's, that's fair. Well, I disagree. I like the voice acting. I mean, there's a couple bad characters, but I liked most of them. And I do, I think I like listening to British people talk. Uh, it sounds good to my ears. For I don't know why, but it does. And I like watching British shows like Doctor Who and stuff like that. So, um, I don't know. I don't mind it and it didn't bother me so um and i really so the main like when you start the game the music that plays is like super that's great that's it's amazing to, to me i was like this is like when you turn the game be great. On, it puts you in the mood to play like that's i'm like oh yeah yeah it gets you going and it's like it kind of like that's the peak though so it's like you're waiting for more of it like you hear you hear that theme later in the game you're like oh there it is but it's like you never hear another thing that's like on that level. Yeah. So the best part of the game is like when you cut it on, you hear the music, and after that, everything else just sucks. Yeah. Once you actually play the game, it sucks. <laughs> it doesn't suck. It's just kind of <laughs> mediocre. Uh, you also, like, also like what you're saying, it, like it sounds more compressed. So maybe if it was like on a more modern system, you can hear the actual like orchestral orchestra. Yeah. Music, you know. That would have helped a lot. Like like how people are having the problem with final like the dragon uh the dragon quest. Oh, uh, with, with that fucking piece of shit. <laughs> that's but that's not that's not Square's fault. That's that piece of shit who composes it. Well, I'm not saying it's his fault, but, like... they, they, but the music sucks. Oh yeah. Compared to if it was the orchestral version of it, and for some reason he does he's just an, an ass about it and doesn't want to have he fights it where he he's yeah. Like, he, his, well, were, like they, his his sound is like the version that's in the game. It's like no, that was the sound in like the nineties. Like we don't need that anymore. Well, I don't even understand his logic, anyways, because he's a big in the orchestra over there, like huge into the whole thing, like the symphony. Yeah, that's why he has all this fucking power and money. So you would think he would wouldn't be so against it, but I guess he's mad because he doesn't want to do it because he won't be involved in it. It's like a control thing. Oh. So he's a xenophobe, so he doesn't want. He wants. He believes his music to Japanese people only. Yes. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not for me because I don't like it, it anyways. So, well, I guess in the the remaster they, or the like the definitive version they put out it has the orchestral stuff. In yeah. They said something. Maybe they paid he's him a, off. He's almost. He's like fucking in his late eighties, so he's almost dead anyways. He's also a, a, a war crime denier too. So fucking. Yes, crime. he's a piece of shit. <laughs> hope he dies. Oh, yeah, I'm kind of on that boat. So I'm gonna give it a four out of five. All right. Um, I'm gonna give it a. I think the voice acting is garbage. I not not because I dislike British voice acting because I didn't mind it in uh, some games. Just to me, it's kind of refreshing not to hear the same fucking characters that I hear in my kids' show and anime and everything else. But I don't know. These I just think these voice actors suck. Like I looked them up, and a lot of them only. That's like the only fucking thing they've ever done in their life is this game, which is probably a good reason for that. And 
the music wouldn't hit no much for me, so I'm gonna give it a two out of five. Yeah, they hired those voice actors for cheap because they needed to save some money. The Operation Rainfall shit. Yes. Probably. Uh, I mean, everything is kind of same thing as like the visuals, just kind of mediocre for me. So I'll give it a three. Uh, like, I know I have a distaste for the voice acting, but like, it wasn't enough to make me turn the game off or nothing like that. It's just kind of like, fuck, I wish these were people speaking American English. That's all. Okay. Uh, did anybody else have any issues where like the music was too loud sometimes, and it was like overshadowing um, the voice acting? Um, uh, I don't know. I wasn't really paying that much attention. So I, I mean, for maybe, some characters, the music was a little bit loud. But... Maybe, but it didn't happen enough where I like took note of it. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, so third musical break. Uh, Kevin, what do you got? Um, so to be honest, like. I couldn't really find anything I liked that much uh, after that main theme. Like I was saying, it's kind of hard to like compare to that. So I thought, I thought this was a four out of five, though. Surely you, sh- you should have some songs. <laughs> well, I'm t- I'm talking about voice acting too, because I was because the voice acting, uh, I like I like that it's fully voice acted and like they keep voice like there's not like they keep talking as you're walking through the, the game and it's not like. Only in certain parts they talk, and not, and then other parts it's just text, like it's all voice acted. Yeah. So I did. I, I did. That's a fair that. point. So, for a Wii game, like I don't know. I, I guess like I'm I'm starting to lose perspective on things because like I felt like I feel like Wii was like a long time. Like I remember the time when there was no voice acting, and I'm like to me like that seems like the same amount of time as when well, Wii was around, but it's like. By that time, it was PlayStation already had voice acting for most games, so I'm losing perspective on voice acting. Like if it's like old or new, <laughs> you know what I mean. I think with Final Fantasy X is the first, I think JRPG to have fully voice acting. I think so. PlayStation Two, early Final Fantasy X is early PlayStation Two, isn't it? I thought I thought PlayStation One had um, Dragon Master Dine. Uh, what was that? Lunar. Yeah, I don't think everything. Not not everything's voice acted. There's plenty of text in that game. Lunar is fully voice acted, I think. I don't know. I'm playing forever. I don't think that everything that's being uh, said. I think the only thing that wouldn't be voice acted is when you talk to NPCs and towns. But like, pet scenes and stuff are definitely fully voice acted. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I appreciate all that, and the music's like going through it, like. I, I guess I need to listen to all of it. I just didn't have time to go through that. So there might be some good ones, but the one that like stuck out to me was this Death Dance, which I think is in a different boss battle too. Um, I can't be for sure, but uh, that's... So my, my pick is uh, Death Dance.
Alrighty, that was Death Dance. A pretty good song. Shut the fuck up. Okay. This, I'm looking it up. It's, it doesn't... Never mind, I don't know. What are you I was looking up the voice acting for Lunar. It says that every important event and every cutscene is fully voiced. So yeah, that's PlayStation 1, right? It's like a CD originally, so... Yeah. I don't like, think it's voice acted on the Game Boy Advance version. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, all right, so overall experience. Um, as Brent would say, this is his expectations versus the reality of what he experienced. Uh, but we've kind of taken that into uh, whatever everybody's just kind of personal preference, like whether they uh, were hyped going in and they came out just as hyped or uh, they really had nothing, no expectations and they came out disappointed or whatever whatever it may be uh it's our just kind of personal experience after uh before or after the game um and i guess i will go first um i really didn't have any expectations going into the game uh not really a big fan of the wii um i had heard like this game was potentially good but i've also heard that same thing said about xenoblade chronicles so uh <laughs> I mean, it's definitely tempered my expectations for most games lately. Yeah, um, yeah. Especially, I have very weird tastes. Uh, so a lot of the stuff I like apparently is garbage to everybody else, and that's fine with me. Uh, like, I'm really enjoying Natural Doctrine, and evidently it's like one of the worst games ever made. So, uh, <laughs> it is what it is. But uh, like this game is kind of whatever. Um I felt like when I was done with it, like I was playing it, uh, like I didn't feel like a super big urge to play, um, but I did enjoy that I was able to kind of like knock a good couple hours in every day and like make some good progress and actually have uh, like plot given to me um, that I could like digest. Uh, so that was very enjoyable. Uh, and I kind of came out through uh, the end of the game. Uh, like satisfied that I didn't waste my time playing it. Um, I don't think I'd ever play it again. Uh, but it was a uh, it was an enjoyable experience uh, for what it was, and so I guess I I give it a three and a half. Okay, I'll go next. Um, I had fairly high expectations for the game. I've been wanting to play it for <laughs> quite some time. Um. Just never got around to it, so that's why I picked it for the show. So kind of forced myself to go ahead and just knock it out. So I'd be mostly done with the Wii catalog. It's got pretty good reviews. I mean, everybody in the other chat seemed to think it was a pretty good game. So I went expecting at least to have a pretty good time with it, and I did not like. You what? Oh, Nicole's trying to talk me. Sorry. Oh, all right. I was like, oh, something fucking up. Um. Yeah, and I ended up just kept playing it, just thinking something was going to click, and I was going to really enjoy it. I, I mean, if it wasn't for the show, I would have fucking doped out the first five hours probably. And the fact that I spent eighty fucking dollars on it kind of fucking pissed me off a little bit more. Even though I can get some of that money back if I choose to sell it. Um, you can probably make so, it, you can probably sell it for a hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I'll probably just sell it to somebody who fucking wants it in the other chat for cheaper than what I paid for it, just to be nice. Um, um so yeah. What? Don't sell it to Lewis. 
<laughs> oh no, I'm not fucking telling a fucking thing to Lewis. Um, I'll I, I'll sell it to him and then I'll get I'll trade him for NBA 2K or something. <laughs> I get that game. Oh, shit. Um, my expectations score is probably one and a half. Okay. Um, and then now, Mister uh, Positive, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, like, so after playing Lost Odyssey, I was kind of dreading this because I was expecting it um, to suck because I, I thought uh, it was going to be bland and boring, kind of like how I felt with Lost Odyssey. And so I had low expectations going into it. So maybe that made my uh, enjoyability more uh, compared to Travis. Um but like I said, I enjoy the gameplay, the story, the characters kind of pulled it up more than the story was good for, I guess. Sorry, I can't find that book on Kindle. And there's Alexa. Oh, okay. Alexa. Is... All right, well, what fucking book are you looking for? <laughs> hmm, I don't know that. Oh, God, shut up. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I got to turn that off next time. I didn't think about that. Oh, shit. Anyways, uh, the... Uh, I forgot. I lost my train of thought. Fucking uh, <laughs> Alexa! Oh shit. Um. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I uh, had a good time. <clears throat> um. So I'm gonna give it a, a four out of five because uh, I did not expect to like it. Um. For it being a Wii game, you know, which is like almost was like playing a PlayStation Two, basically. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> so, you know, playing a PlayStation 2 game that was fully 3D and all that kind of stuff. Um, I thought they did a decent job with what they with the, what they had to work with. <clears throat> and potential for a remake is pretty high. I think they could really make it a good game um, if they wanted to, um, as opposed to some other things. So, um, yeah, I really liked it. Uh, and I think if you like... Uh, you know action rpgs and you like t tanking you will uh like playing this game all right uh so next section is replayability slash extra content um so to my knowledge there is uh a new game plus and you kind of carry all your stuff over um, and it changes the game in such that uh, you don't mo get any um, bronze or silver gnome things anymore. You only get gold. Uh, and you also get these, like, outsider upgrade things um, that you can use to, like... Uh... So in the, in the normal game, like, your levels all have max, uh, like, upgrade levels. And that could be, like, either plus 5 or plus 10. Uh, but in New Game Plus, they can go up to plus 99, and you have to use these outsider mark things to uh, upgrade past their base limit. Uh, so you could, like, theoretically get, like, weapons that have, like, 5,000 attack, when, like, in the normal game, like, you, I think the max is, like, around 800-something, like 850, maybe, uh, for your first playthrough. Um, and I guess the point of that was that you would take those weapons over to multiplayer, uh, but since the servers are shut down, uh, we can't try that out, and it's a waste of time for everybody now, I would say, unless you really like the story. Because uh, there's no like extra dungeons or anything like that, it's just replay the game again. 
Uh, does that sound right to you guys? Did y'all do any research on that? Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Fucking cat. That cat scared me. <laughs> yeah, it's <a> unraveling. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Well, we've been talking for a while, so yeah. uh, I mean, I, I guess I'll give replayability a two uh, because it, there is like some incentive to play the game again, but I don't personally think it's worth it. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'll give are you are you are you counting that like if you count that because multiplayer doesn't exist yeah. anymore? Uh, yeah, if the multiplayer was there, then I'd probably give it like a three. And a half, right. depending on how the multiplayer was like if it was right. really fun and engaging then i'd give it like a higher score because like that's something to give some life to the game and i'm sure people would be playing it I mean, like maybe not a lot of people playing it but like somebody would be playing it right now still right uh but like it's dead so it's like there's nothing really to yeah. do yeah yeah i guess i go ahead and give it a two as well since i mean i don't really see any reason to replay it at this point you didn't see a reason to play it in the first place. You're right. <laughs> for this, for the for the fucking show is the only reason I did it. I already, I already it took my one replayability than you did on the actual playability. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, oh shit. All right. Uh, well, uh, I came up on this last break pretty quick, uh, but this one is Travis's uh, choice. And so, what did you pick? I picked the town theme because it's the only. Uh, song other than the castle theme that I really remember too much and that's the main theme which is already getting picked um, I don't know what the actual name of it Tone of the Town is what is on YouTube but the last time I picked the town theme it was the wrong name so I'll just say oh. it's the town theme yeah we'll just say that's what that is then alright here it is
All right, so that was Tone of the Town, hopefully. Um, that's it for this uh, episode. Thanks very much for joining us uh, for this, what, three-hour uh, extravaganza? Let me talk about fucking <laughs> Last Story longer than Lost Odyssey. No, oh, I think shit. Lost Odyssey I mean, is longer. But I think... It's... Yeah, it's like a twice as long. But uh, we, I feel like we just talk a lot about... Like, we just go off on tangents and talk about things that... We talked about gameplay for an hour and a half, we so... We talk about other yeah. games that relate to it, and I think that I think that's interesting. So, I don't mind it. Definitely. Yeah, yeah like, Brent would have... Uh, I'm not as, ver- as strict as Brent. Like, Brent would have, like, ranged y'all in. Yeah. Like, 30 minutes in, and like, okay, we're done talking about this now. And then, but <laughs> I mean, I like... no one's bitched about it. I, mean, I don't know if anybody's ever fucking said they liked it either, but no one's bitched about it, but, so... I mean, I don't know, I can't tell if we've gotten any new listeners or not, or whatever, if, if anybody old's listening, because we kind of had a long hiatus when he passed, and... Like, whatever, like... Uh, you... I personally like the layout better this way, because it feels more organic. Yeah. Uh, when we're all talking about stuff. So, and I feel like that's a, a thing that people uh, we used to hear a lot on reviews saying that it felt like a bunch of friends talking about shit. And I don't know that this you could do this any other way than let you get everybody talk about what the fuck they want to talk about. Yeah. Like, oh, we got a new we got a new fucking review. I think. Uh, no. Did we? Yeah, on Sunday. Uh, where? On on iTunes. What? Oh. Yeah, oh, I don't. I don't have that pulled up. So you want to read it? Yes, yeah, it's it's four. It's five stars. RPG podcast greatness. Um, Roserman, Rosserman. Thanks for providing great insight and jokes while covering some dope RPGs, both new and old. I've been listening for quite some time. It was pretty sad at the passing of Brent, but I'm glad y'all are keeping this going. Keep up the great work. Oh, that's awesome! Somebody likes us. Somebody likes us. Yeah, thanks. Great. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, join the Discord, though, dickhead. <laughs> Maybe. <There> is. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, join it, but, you know, sometimes. Uh, no, but really, uh, thanks for listening, and thanks for everybody for listening, because, uh, like, we don't, like, get paid or nothing here. It's, it's just, like, a passion project and shit, uh, and me. we make uh, yeah. Kevin do all the slave labor. Kujo does all the work, so, yeah. yeah. Well, I just like, well, the whole reason I started listening to it, because there's, like, l- literally no one in my life I could talk to about video games with, so it's, like, you have to, I had to search, like, the ends of the internet to find this pl- this podcast, so... When I did, I just hooked on and start like I didn't know. It's like one of those things you don't know until you like just start messing. Like maybe. Yeah, I mean, I have a couple friends, but nobody, nobody I really associate with now. Like my friend, best friend Jerry, who next bet. I mean, he he games a little bit, but he's not like. Everyone in real life will be like, "You spend your time doing this. What what is wrong with you?" So it's like you can't really go into it, and and I've never really come across someone in real life is like you know into it is like we all are like we like or have passion for yeah it. like we play I and mean, we have deep deep opinions on stuff because we've played so many of these damn games there's like no one it's hard to find people like that in life so yeah yeah and that's that's to, actually... to me when i found like when i found this podcast i was like oh I, I can relate to someone finally about this and that's that's why i want to keep doing it for the other people that might find this eventually so that's a very noble reason Yes, it is. It's more noble than I've ever done. That's no reason. And the selfish reason is because I liked. <laughs> I, I actually, it's kind of relevant. Uh, I watched a video earlier today that was talking about um, 
There's some guy, I, I guess I'll name drop him. Uh, his channel is Josh Fry Pays, and he talks about a lot of MMO stuff. Um, and he mentioned that uh, there's a lot of people that do MMOs who uh, play them and say it gets good after 100 hours. And he's like, who the f like, that's not a good defense for your game because he gave some statistics that said like the average uh, person that plays games nowadays is a middle-aged white guy with three kids who spends maybe an hour a night playing a game and it, they average eight hours a week uh, gaming. Yeah. So yeah, like like me, <laughs> I average like 40 hours a week gaming. Like, so uh, I'm definitely not in the average people were like an outlier. And like, I guess you guys like to do a lot of time too. Probably not as much as me because I'm a fucking loser and you've got like responsibilities and shit. But like, I'm the kind of person that will like kind of have job interviews. So like, tell me about yourself. I'm like, I read a lot of books, I watch a lot of TV, and I play a lot of video games. Like, uh, I'm not bashful about uh, that part of my identity because it's been such a huge part of my identity my whole life. Right. Um, and it does make it really difficult to talk to people because uh, all I ever want to talk about is games and shit. Nobody else wants to talk about games and shit. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do, I, that's. I do kind of relate to that, Kevin. So it's, uh, it's just weird. It's, like it's, to me, it's like. I think everyone's too afraid. I mean, maybe it's just people are, there's like a stigma to it. Cause it's like Final Fantasy sells millions of copies, right? <clears throat> Where are all the people that play it? Like there's gotta be, yeah. you know, who's, who's talking about it? Who like, besides like you got video game, like the, the websites that review it and stuff. But I feel like there's not a vocal, there's not like a, like a, like a large voice, even though it's like, it's a, it has to make money. Like video games make money. RPGs make money. You know, so there, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's an audience for it. So where are all the people that play it? Like, does everyone? I think take... it. I think it doesn't help that when you go on like online to some places and you try to talk about games, you have all these fucking like. I know I describe myself as a loser, but I don't like think I'm actually a loser. But basement have... dweller, like a basement yeah. dwellers, and all these fuckers. Yeah. Like you have you have all these fucking like neck beard fucks for like lack of a better term going on there who are like, oh, uh, you know, well, uh. This is my opinion, and it's the only right opinion, and uh, I'm right yes. all the time. And if you have like a disagreement about something, they're like, "You're a fucking loser, piece of shit, faggot, cunt." Yeah, it's the yeah. fucking thing. It's like, whoa, it's man. The people that hang out, it's, <laughs> it's the people that hang out in get the tabletop stores that play Warhammer and shit. Not to like shit on people to do that, but it's like you can tell what a lot of them people are all about. It's just like, hey, now. I play Warhammer in my own home, okay? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, I see, I see the people that hang out next to my daughter's dance, and I'm like, Jesus, fucking, these motherfuckers uh, look. Like, I don't, I even wanted to get into Warhammer, like, if I ever wanted to, I'm not going to go in there and play with them motherfuckers, because oh, I'm no, pretty sure, yeah, 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 you know, it's just like, <laughs> which is maybe like, fucked up to say, I don't know, them. maybe they're nice guys, but I don't know, they just, they give off a weird vibe. Uh, the people that have no social interaction, except with each other, they circles yeah. about whatever the fuck like fantasies they have about shit so they don't have real life experiences and they go out and they do like creepy awkward shit because they don't know how else to act yeah they don't understand yeah it's yeah so they're creepy yeah hey this is bothering that person you should stop they don't they don't see that they're like oh i should try <laughs> i should try harder and yeah worse. yeah Ugh. Oh, well. Uh, so, our next game... Oh, fuck, we got some listener questions. That's right. Uh, now oh, the reviewer... The, the guy who left the review played Warhammer, and now he's gonna drop that review to one star. <laughs> oh, well. Fuck him. 
Like I said, it's more for. I mean, this this podcast isn't for everyone, and we're never gonna change it to try to be mainstream. It's just gonna be us and talk about games, and there's gonna be yeah. people that like it, and then there's gonna be people that don't care, and then they won't listen. Well, They're not gonna make it to three hours worth of a podcast unless they really like RPGs, you know. Or they like listen to us talk about bullshit. For some or, or, do we have any good questions? Uh, not really. Uh, they're from Blaine and Spokes, and I, hey, I asked a couple questions. Fuck you! I like you had your you had your chance. You're on the damn show, asshole. <laughs> you already you already answered the questions on here anyway. Um, uh, Blaine's got his usual bullshit questions, so like, kind of, whatever, take them with a grain of salt. Uh, so he he asked, "What that smell like?" <laughs> well, when I opened the the game, and it was brand new. It smelled like a brand new video game, Blaine. Two hundred dollars, still like two hundred dollars. What smell like? Well, it's like a waste of fucking money, but. <laughs> <laughs> His legit question is: Is it worth it? Uh, I mean, I'd say it was probably worth the asking price at release. Personally, uh, is it worth whatever the fuck you're paying for it now for a physical copy? No, I think it's a, you can get it digitally. No, you can't get it digitally. No, you can't get it. No, it, 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 if they would have ported it and it had been like the twenty dollars like Xenoblade, it would be worth twenty dollars. Yeah, but, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so there's that answer. Uh, Spokes asks, uh, never played it, but how does it handle on the Wii? Can't tell you how it handles on the Wii because we're not playing it on the Wii. We're playing it on the Wii U, and uh, I think we all kind of said earlier it just it ha- it runs fine. There's some slowdown with lots of dudes on the screen, but that's really about it. Um, and he wants to know if it drops frames or does it chug at any point. I think we just kind of answered that. Um, well, also, is it real time? How does it handle if you have the if you don't have the per- Pro control or whatever the controller is called. Uh, classic controller. If you don't have the classic controller, it's gonna suck. So you don't use the Wiimote. It'll be fucking the worst yeah. thing ever. Oh, if you can, if you can find a controller with a cord longer than three feet, because that's some dumb bullshit too. Yeah, I just like, have that fuck? shit sitting on my lap with the whole fucking time. Well, there's also which I think I sent a link. Of, there's a there's a uh, like an adapter you can buy where you can use another controller. Um, if that's another route you want to go. Uh, so essentially, don't play any Wii U games with a classic controller because it's fucking trash. Find something else. Yes. And the Wii Wiimote sucks too. Um, he also asks, is the real-time combat bothersome or have a high learning curve? Uh, it's easy. I'd say it's, yeah, it's mindless almost. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it for an hour and a half, so I think yeah. we probably, <laughs> he, he knows the answer to that, so. Definitely. Um... Blaine wants to know, do you have to use the Wii Remote or can a classic controller be used? We just answered that. You can use both. Um, and then Steve wants to know, is it really the last story? Uh, yes. No. Yes. No, he has... It's the last story and it's the last show we're doing. That's why we did it. It's the last story for the last story. There's not going to be exactly. a sequel. There's not going to be a sequel. It's not even. It's not even their last story because they all could still continue on with his journey. But they don't. So yeah, Miss Walker's like, we're fucking done. And we're going to do fucking mobile fucking uh, SRBG bullshit. Does that have like uh, microtransactions in it? Do you know? Terror battle. Yeah, uh, well, uh, the, no, the Fantasia thing. We're fucking no, on. no, that no, that that's a full. No, as far as I know, that's a full one. Oh, that's a shame. Straight, we're missing out on so much money. I know. Have, it's like, only on what's well, only Apple. on Apple Arc. I think for what I've read, people are like people hate Apple Arcade because they're like this is some kind of bullshit 
fucking and the people just hate Apple in general. I guess yeah, I don't really care one or the other. Like, I guess the Fantasian is coming out in parts, so part one just only part one has come up. Oh, uh, is it? That what it is? Yeah, that's how they're making their money. That's right garbage. Now. So they're making you. So what they're doing is you're gonna get that Apple the free trial Apple, and then you have to, they're gonna make you wait for part two, so you have to pay for it. But oh, it's a. What? So they're pulling a Final Fantasy VII remake. Got it. Yep. Well, whatever. I wasn't planning on playing it anyway because I have a fucking. Well, it, but it, part one is twenty hours, so I mean, you can just pay the whatever for Apple Arcade for one month and wait for the next part. So it's not like they're fucking you too bad. Twenty hours is a decent amount of time for a mobile game. Uh, how much is the subscription for one month? Because it sounds like. Like, you'd have to like go out of your way. If there's nothing else you want to do on Apple Arcade or whatever, then it's like you're literally paying just for the game. Yeah. Yeah, see, Apple Arcade cost... It's $5 a month, so... Uh, that's not well, bad. I mean, not too bad. But, but I have to have an Apple device, that's... and I don't have one of those either. But I think... What someone was making the point is, like, you have all this mobile trash, like, all these other free mobile fucking games. Well, if he gets funded from Apple Arcade or whatever, then he can make a legitimate... RPG from Apple Arcade, so it's like you pick your poison or whatever. Like, do you do you like if people who some people want mobile to be like a serious gaming thing for the future with no. real games on it without MTX? I think like Apple Arcade could be that. I guess is their argument because there's okay. actually money. There's actually money being involved with that. I guess I guess it's possible, but don't they split like it's five dollars for unlimited access to the arcade, right? So like. They're not getting a big fucking part of the, the pie, unless they have like, if they have a million people paying five dollars to Apple Arcade, that's five million dollars to to Apple, and I'm presuming they take at least half of that because it's fucking Apple, and then that gives two and a half million to be spread across everybody who's getting a piece of the pie of Apple Arcade. Well, I, th- I no, I think I could be wrong, but I think Apple Pie just gave them fucking money, right? I mean, probably on there? they still they probably still have some provisions that like they get a portion of the membership subscription thing or whatever too. Like it'd be dumb to not do that, but I don't know. I, I don't know the terms of their agreement or whatever. But yeah, I don't know I either. Feel like if they really want people to play the game, they would put it on as many platforms as fucking possible. But if they're tied into Apple, they literally could have gotten funding from Microsoft if they really were worried about it. Well, I said like he. I think he's on record for saying he's not worried about porting, making console games ever again. He's he just doesn't want to do it. Well, like, but they could do. Uh, wait, do they not do Windows phones anymore? I don't know. I guess not. Yeah, I think I think I think that's the dead thing. Uh, oh well. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> right, we'll we'll finish rambling so we get people <laughs> off the fucking uh do something else. Uh, the next show we're doing is my pick, and it is Natural Doctrine. Uh, that is a described as many people as a Dark Souls of strategy games. Uh, from my current experience, it's uh, kind of touched on that, uh, in that there is a lot of trial and error gameplay. Uh, but it's also been a very unique system, and I'm enjoying it immensely, and I can't wait to talk about it. So, have you guys started it all? I've only done the first like mine mission and that's it. I'm a, I'm gonna put some time in this week and do at work. Yeah, I just did the first mine mission too, and it seemed pretty uh, interesting with like how you can link up and all that kind of stuff. So, um, and the characters are interesting too. So, I mean, it's like I said, it's they're all they're all basic tropes right now. Uh, hopefully, they build on them and they're not just staying one note. But 
Um, yeah, I can see the potential. Uh, just some advice. Unlock the guns for Jeff as soon as possible. Yeah, uh, because the guy, that makes him... So. There's like a god gun yeah. get that makes you... Um, but I'm playing on easy too. I don't feel like... Like strategy oh, games... Oh, no. Yeah, strategy <laughs> games like... Uh, they fr like stress me out. So... Because I hate dying. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, this one will stress you out a lot. Because... Uh, yeah. Like there's been times where I've... Like, I accidentally pushed a character forward too far, or like I forgot. Like in melee combat, if you clear a, a tile out, if your melee characters move forward, and like I accidentally, like I've been doing great for like twenty five minutes, and then I, I fuck up, and then the next turn my character just gets fucked in the ass, and I have to start over. And I'm like, man, <laughs> I can't believe I just did that shit. Yeah, uh, that's that's but it does. That's the kind of stuff. It does keep you a lot too. So yeah, like wasting time like that, like like not having like I don't know. Yeah, I get that. it. Like you can get just get bum fucked like real easy. Like those kind of games, like I that I'll, I'll I have a hard time playing. So that's why I put it on easy, just because I want to play the game, enjoy the story, and the gameplay is still fun even on easy. Like it's just not like crushing difficulty. Right. And if it's like too easy, I'll bump it up a notch. But I just started on easy, so that way I can kind of like see well, gauge it. You know, I started on hard and I dropped it normal, so. I think you'll get fucked in the ass uh, if you fuck up on any difficulty. It's just uneasy. I think the AI uh, will occasionally just skip a turn for like of some of the units for some reason. Okay. Uh, but the way the initiative and linking works is like if if you give the the wrong enemy a chance to attack, uh, like suddenly the whole uh, other enemy, like every enemy on the fucking field is attacking, and you're like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> should not have done that and then whoever they're fighting generally will get fucked in the ass uh because like your characters have like at minimum like 80 hp and then like you've got dudes attacking you for like 25 and they like start critting for 40 and then you have like 50 attacks coming at you you're like i might as well just fucking reset rest, or re reload from right. right now because i just fucked up kind of thing but there is a you do get checkpoints in some missions depending on how far you've pro progressed so that is very helpful because i've reloaded from checkpoint a lot uh, so well yeah we'll, we'll talk about it later and uh, uh i'm really really excited about it all right um, uh time for the closing statements um we do have discord uh i know we kind of harp on it every time but we really do appreciate everybody that is in discord and uh like joins the conversation um one thing i dislike about a lot of discord channels is like they're really really popular or like they have a lot of people in there talking and it feels like you can't really get a word in edgewise yeah Unfortunately, nobody really talks in ours and it's pretty yeah easy. you can say whatever you want and they'll already respond to you <laughs> uh so sometimes people like say something interesting and there is a bit of conversation and uh you kind of have the ability to hop in at any time and like not feel like you missed out on anything really so that's really cool um we do have an email it is the art um it's just straight up rpg show.podcast at gmail.com i just checked we don't have any emails there so i'm not gonna read anything from there uh we do have an amazon affiliate link you can click on uh in the description uh we get like i don't know like maybe half a percent of whatever gets uh purchased but you know that adds up we could use it to maybe buy games to review in the future that are pretty expensive or maybe upgrade people's setups uh, like we did for mine a while back at this, at this um, point though like we probably just use it to keep the website going <laughs> yeah uh, like 
I think we've gotten like a ten dollar gift card over the last couple months for Amazon. So yeah, slowly building up on something. Hey, thanks. I gotta go. There we go. Um, you can also listen to our friends Blaine and James on the Is It Worth It podcast. Um, we've kind of been repping them for five years now, so they're they're cool dudes. Uh, <laughs> I think the podcast is good. They've got a lot of listeners and stuff. <laughs> I don't listen to it. I don't listen to the podcast really, but you know, a lot of people like it, so good for them. Putting out a good show. Uh, I think also. Uh, Video Games the Movie is being done fairly regularly between uh, Kevin and Blaine, right? Yeah, we've been uh, kind of doing one. Or... Hey, I gotta go, guys. All right. All right, man. Take it easy. All right. Thanks for listening, people. Later. Um, We've been doing about one a month or every other month. Just It's like a movie's like an hour, so you can watch it, and then we just talk about it, and the podcasts are like an hour, so... Yeah, it's not. It's like something that's short and sweet. Uh, if you guys want, if you guys want to listen to us talk about a video game movie and see if there's any good ones out there. Um, last, the next one we're doing is uh, Advent Children. I you haven't watched it again yet, so it's it's one of those things where I've been. I really like finished that uh, finished uh, last story and then went right into Final Fantasy VII, and I've been like, I obsessed about getting those stupid trophies because like yeah. Like I love that, like that that game. Like when we talk about it, we're gonna do a. Oh, that's probably our next podcast. Actually, is gonna be that um, talking about Final Fantasy VII remake extra content. Yeah, um, it probably but, won't be as long as this one. But no, but just a, a preview is like I really appreciate just not even just that the the uh, extra content, but the base game where it's like layered. Where you know if you're not really good at the game, you can still play it, and then there's like trophies you have to get really good at the game to get the trophy so i kind of yeah i guess and it's like you there's no cheesing there's no like easy way it's just like figuring out the strategy that works for you for, for, with your gameplay style to to beat the boss like like i like there's a bunch of those bosses i or a bunch of videos i watched and i took a little bit from each one and made it my own thing you know so yeah because so. yeah, not everybody plays the game the same way so Yep. Uh, like me personally, I don't use the uh, shortcut commands thing. I guess you can like set. Uh, yeah, I don't either. Like skills to shortcuts, but all the videos had people doing that, and I'm like, uh, I can't really do the, whatever the fuck you're doing. I gotta press X and choose from the menu every time. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, yeah, I do appreciate that when games give you that like uh, like that, that kind of mastery achievement thing, because you definitely feel like, man, I did something. I overcame a challenge. Yeah, and uh, like it wasn't cheap gratifying. Either. It wasn't like they're just not cheap kills. It's like there's a way to block it, or there's a way to there's a way to beat it. You just gotta figure it out. It's not like yeah, it's not they're not just like uh, HP sponges. You you just gotta figure out the technique. Yeah, and there's different ways to figure out the technique. So it's it's a freaking well done game. Like I know we I think we trashed it the first time, but I think uh, revisiting it again. I th- like I think we were too critical, maybe. Uh, if I remember, it's been a while. Uh, we, in general, I think enjoyed like the gameplay, um, and like the visuals and the music and everything. I think maybe we just shut on the story a little bit because it, oh. at least personally, felt like it was uh too much of a like departure from the original. But yeah. like at the same time, it's supposed to be. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like uh. 
the Kingdom Hearts guy strikes again. But, <laughs> yep. But uh, but I guess that's uh, that's about everything. Oh, also, I, I also want to plug. Uh, Menthian's got his own uh, Twitch stream, so make sure you guys catch that. He's been posting that on um, Discord. Discord. Yeah. I think. Uh, Have you watched any of it yet? Because I he's always doing it like when I'm either at work or like about to go to fucking sleep. I have not, but I need to check it out. I don't even know he's playing. It just started. Oh, I to ask, and then people are like, oh, he's playing games. Like, fuck you, people. Like, no shit. <laughs> and then doesn't <laughs> uh, Skelix or whatever, um, he has his own Twitch channel too, right? He plays, like, MMOs, though. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, Skith? Skithrix? Yeah, yeah. Well, I can never say. Uh, he does uh, a lot of card games. Yeah, card games, yeah. I watched a couple of those, but I just I'm not into the card game, so I kind of yeah. watch for five minutes, and I'm like, okay, he's looking through his cards, <laughs> you know, like uh, exciting, yes, yeah. I'm I'm sure yeah, there's people that love that, like the strategy and looking through your cards and stuff, but I, I don't even know what's going on, so I was like, uh, cool. Yeah, it's it's one of those definitely things that's more for the fans of the uh, the genre really, kind of thing. Yeah, but I mean, that's to each their own. Yeah. Oh well, well I guess that uh, I guess that's it. So uh as always thanks for listening and until next time bye everybody. Bye everyone.